Good morning, campers. Welcome to Camp Good Boy Podcast. Episode 31. Big 3-1. <laughs> yeah. The first year in our 30s. Yeah. Uh, we've got, we got Emmys on the table here tonight. We sure do. We've got two-time Emmy Award winner Jason Kalowski. So happy to be here. How to, uh, so you got how was the, the experience walking uh, from the car to the house with those Emmys in your hand? <laughs> it, it's it's funny because there's a really um, completely unwritten law about Emmys. But I didn't realize until I, I, I won one, which is that you can't leave the house with an Emmy without being a douchebag. There's just <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. There's literally no reason why you should ever have to leave the house with your fucking Emmy. And and it didn't occur to me until the first time I, I won. And the next day, I was like, I'm, I was walking to get a coffee in the morning, and I was like, I'm just a normal guy. <laughs> right. Yeah, I am, I'm not an Emmy winner, and I you know, and I never can be again. Right. We would have to have people over, which we never do. So, yeah. Um, you know. Anyway, that not that that's like you know a terrible thing, but um, yeah, just getting out of the car now. Um, <laughs> well, but it's Hollywood. The funny thing about Hollywood is it's <laughs> the one place where you actually might get mugged for those because people want to take the name off and like put theirs on so they yeah. think yeah. that they're an Emmy winner. Yeah, there was a girl walking her dog, and uh, I stepped out of the car. There was a couple of empty cans of beer in my car, too, that I was trying to juggle at the same time as two heavy Emmys. And uh, <laughs> I de- definitely got, like, a weird look. And and, and, for some, and then, like, I, I parked about a block away, and I was walking here. I was like, I, for some reason, I just felt like I looked like I stole these. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Well, you know, it's interesting you say that because, I mean, you're, you're a very nice guy, but you're a rather intimidating-looking fellow. Like, I would be like, this guy's a Navy SEAL. Yeah. Uh, when I and I remember when I first met you, like I just thought you, I was like, oh, this guy maybe I'm, he's definitely been in the military or something. Like you're a tough looking dude. Mm-hmm. And the one thing was, I never had any idea what you did. I think I knew you for like a good two years, which is which is a pretty commendable thing considering that I'm just scrolling. I was like, this guy's just a Venice bro. He's probably just like, <laughs> you know, I don't know, works for like a tech company or like a skateboard deck thing or whatever. <laughs> what fucking like cool bros after the Navy SEALs do, I guess. And then skateboard deck, yeah, and then. <laughs> And all of a sudden, I'm scrolling through on Instagram, and it's like you, you're at the Emmys with an Emmy, and you won an Emmy. And then I, see, I saw that it was your second Emmy because you won what an Emmy last year and then an Emmy two years ago. Uh, oh yeah, okay. So this is 2000. This is 2014. Oh yes, yeah, so back for, to back for yeah, a couple of wow. years. Um, I thought those were both on the same night. Oh no, no, no. no yeah, back to back years and two different shows completely. Yeah, and, and then so what are these? These are for uh, art direction, visual. Uh, what was the 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 words for? I clearly didn't do my homework. <laughs> <laughs> Individual a, achievement and animation for Tumbleleaf. Yeah. Uh, production design production. On, on both of them. So Got it. Nice for uh, design in Tumbleleaf, uh, which is a, a preschool show on Amazon. The other ones for uh, an episode of Adventure Time. Ah. Um, so who was the uh, who was the presenter? Because now this is were these was this like it's because it, like most people think like you watch the Emmys, but then there's a couple like different Emmy ceremonies, right? Oh yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's a big disappointment. <laughs> yeah, right. Like who what was it like Howie Mandel or something? Uh, uh, for the first Just, year, yeah, the dad uh, from the Wonder Years. The, the first year it was um, Alex Trebek and um, Florence Henderson. Oh, nice. Um, and um, and that, I, I thought that was cool. Yeah. Um, no, totally. The second year was um, Neil deGrasse Tyson and Ooh. RuPaul. 
Dude, oh, wait, that's no. fucking that's that's, a, that's better than like actual Emmys. <laughs> yeah, because the people that own Emmys are always such like douchebags, and it's so like pull They're like trying, they're, like they got their stupid jokes. Yeah, I'd RuPaul and fucking Neil deGrasse Tyson hand you an Emmy. Yeah, I'm on Ru, board you know, that Ru, one. well, I mean, RuPaul probably could get on the soapbox a little now, especially with. But you kind of caught it oh, before, yeah. like the transgender issues uh, moment. So, and then I, I can't imagine Alex Trebek is very. Uh, <laughs> Like vocal about any any political cause. I mean, I know he knows everything about everything now, but like, does he strike you as like a very political guy? No, he just wants to know the answer to like cities that end with S. Yeah, like <laughs> he just read the script. I mean, that that's like all his his and her jokes. I mean, it was clearly yeah. scripted. It wasn't it wasn't a very good show, really. Florence Henderson, did she uh, did she like try and hit on you or anything backstage? <laughs> she seems so, like she could be a little uh, yeah, she does sexual. They, so they were the main presenters, and then uh, for my category, uh, they brought on like another presenter, and I don't even know who it was. It was right, like some some guy with a fucking howdy doody dummy or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus! Those where was uh, where was the ceremony? <clears throat> that that one. Uh, so the the first one was daytime actually, um, which is a huge disappointment. Yeah, and so not only is it daytime, but it's daytime. Uh, creative arts, right? So it's it's the behind the scenes shit that nobody cares about. There is very few like famous people there, but because it's daytime, so there, there's like soap opera people there that I, I would never be able to pick out. Mm-hmm. I don't know who the fuck they are, and I don't care. So yeah, um, I guess uh, that, I mean that probably helped with my nerves too. I didn't realize until this night that I'm actually terrified of like getting on a stage and talking to people, right? And I was I was backstage with this this. Um, this girl that I, I worked with who also won an Emmy and they were about to present ours one at a time. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I'll explain why, but like we knew that we won before, that oh. was, uh, which you usually don't. Most people don't. And I, you, I haven't seen any below the line betting polls in Vegas for, uh, for Emmys. It's, yeah. it's, yeah. it's pretty it's safe information. <laughs> yeah, right. Especially the ones that people give a shit about. They, yeah. they have no idea. They have no yeah. clue. Um, but there's certain categories that are voted on only by your peers. So and, and mine it just happened to be one of them. So people had already voted on it and chose me as the winner and let me right. know the week before. What do you get? Just like a text or I got a phone call. Oh, you get a phone call. And actually, uh, side story, she called me. It was um the morning we got back from my my fortieth birthday weekend and I was almost as sick as I am right now <laughs> from, from this wedding. I mean, I was so hungover, I was so shaky. Yeah. And I see this uh this phone call and I just I was just gonna ignore it. And um, for some reason, picked it up, and uh, it's this woman. She said, "Oh, you know, she she works for the academy, and uh, congratulations, you know." And then she tells me uh, how it happened and who voted on it. It was unanimous, all this stuff. And I was just silent. And she was like, "Hello," <laughs> and uh, and I just I could, she was like she was like, um, "What like what do you think? Like how are you feeling? Like you you won an Emmy?" And I right. and I and I I said, uh, uh, "No, it's great." And she, was like, oh, that's right. and she was like, that's it? Like, that's fucking it? Like, and I think this woman, like, lives for this job. Like, right, right, right. She's totally. like, the well, best I, job Most people world. do, you, you know, know, they, yeah. And, uh, and she's like, do you have nothing else to say? And I was like, uh, and I was just jogging my brain so hard. I was like, what the fuck else can I say? Like, it's, I know it's really great. Like, I just, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, right. I, was just, I didn't want really to get off the phone. I was just trembling, like, oh, man, just. Um, that way, did it hit you later, or were you just like, "What are we having for dinner tonight?" <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was it was great. I, I think um, the phone call is better than anything else. I right. Mean, the award ceremony sucks 
Yeah, yeah. Um, being there sucks. The party sucks. There, are there are there cocktails while you're waiting for all the awards to happen? Oh yeah, I got annihilated. Right. <laughs> How was that speech? Oh, it's so terrible. <laughs> but you had a chance to like, like it was like you and like you knew you were winning, so yeah. like you. So I, I I did prepare a speech and and um, you know for season one I um my, my my mother was living with me and she was she was she wasn't well at the time and so I was gonna de- she was an artist and I you know dedicated it to her and I mean she's the reason why I do what I do mm-hmm. right and um and when I came out and said it just totally froze but once I started saying it I think people read it as like some dramatic pause like I was broken up about oh, shit that I right. I couldn't continue but I just actually could I was just blinded by yeah. Like the lights, and it, so I'm backstage, and this girl who had won, um, she was all shaky, and had these notes, and, and I was like, I was like, hey, what, what are you worried about? You already won. Scott yeah. Be like, thanks a lot. Suck my dick. <laughs> no, totally. And uh, and she's like, wow, you're so you're so cool. Like, <laughs> you're so calm. Like, why? You don't you didn't even write anything down. I'm like, nah, it's all here. And I walked out, and like for some reason, those lights and the cameras and stuff, and I was just, man. I mean, I think I literally said like "duh" like, <laughs> to start, and, and uh, yeah, it was it was, ter- it was terrible. I'd be, I mean, I got look. I've done stand up comedy. I did stand up comedy naked, uh-huh. but like winning an award, like whether it's that or even live TV, it's right. pretty nerve. Yeah, it's nerve wracking for sure. I can't even imagine live TV. Yeah, that's like, and it, because I knew that I sucked at it, the second time was even worse. Because at least the time before, I, I got to just relax and have a drink. Be like, this is easy, shit, right? You know, this time I was like, I suck at this. It was a disaster last time. It's gonna be a fucking disaster again. Right. Neil deGrasse Tyson's on stage. <laughs> but did you know you million. did you know you won the second time or was yeah, it? Oh, okay, so you already. Oh wow. All right. So that's not so bad. So which one means a little bit more to you? <laughs> I mean, there's the first one is obviously the best one, but like. Yeah. What what which work are you just like? Oh, man, that was. Well, I mean, the, the the first one represents five years of 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 creating a show from scratch. Uh, okay. Oh wow! Um, and uh, the the second one is for Adventure Time, which you know existed for years before I I did that. Oh right. god! I did one episode, and I was super proud of that episode. But um, yeah, that that doesn't really hold a candle to uh, what happened for that one. Nice, because yeah, you were on for Tumble if you were in on the ground floor. That's right. Dude, who is this woman on this <laughs> Emmy? She's got, she's pretty sexy. Uh, and she's got like some kind of like, I don't know, is she an angel? Or that's like Flash Gordon wings. What What's going on there? That's the lightning bolt wings. I, I, I'm sure there's a real story, and I'm, I'm sure somebody told I don't really know what any of them, like this is an angel, a woman, and then the Oscar's just a naked guy. Yeah. And then the Grammy's the only one that kind of like makes sense. And then, and then yeah, the, the Golden Globe looks like a, some kind of a, a trophy <laughs> yeah. for like a martial arts competition. Yeah, it's just does. like. <laughs> but the Grammy, like, mm. that's, that's like, that thing's really small. Yeah, that's kind of like the the shittiest trope. And they're probably getting smaller and smaller because <laughs> music is. <laughs> no, it's just like an audio file. Yeah, <laughs> you like just get a little MP3, a little like, MP3 oh, thanks, uh, zip drive. <laughs> I like the fact. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, you know, but, some of those people um, like. So you found out beforehand that you won. Like some of those actors had to have known beforehand. Some of those speeches, it's like, how can you just like rattle yeah. that off? Well, I mean, they, they know they're nominated. Yeah, no, I mean so, that's true. So they're ready. So everybody for has it. to write a speech. Yeah, no, yeah. So because I mean, I, 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 I've been nominated for other um, award shows, not the Emmys, and have not won. You know, and I have a speech ready. Right. And, yeah. Uh, you know, as true. soon as I didn't win, I'm like, cool. I didn't want to win. And I go yeah. and cry myself into my pillow. And, what other awards have you were you up for? Um, just a, the um, the Annie Awards was like animation awards, but um, somehow slightly more like coveted in 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 this world. Uh, th- these are both for stop motion animation yeah. shows. 
So is that how tedious is that? That stop motion. That's like I mean, you really. It's just like, all right, move it a little further. Let's shoot it again. Yeah, and move just to be again. clear, I'm, I'm not an animator. Oh, right. Yeah. You, you, so you just designed the... I designed the show. And, yeah. And, and, and in the case of both these shows, I also like uh, you <clears throat> led the team as art director to build everything right. as well. So, yeah. Um, and everything has to be built special so it can, you know... Um, work for the animators but uh, but you went to art school right that's right right and did you want to be a fine artist or did you want to get into this <clears throat> i went to school for architecture okay yeah. so it's kind of a, a marriage of those two things yeah yeah but i was looking at your imdb page today and i again i have it's like anytime i see you or hang out with you and we're going to get into so many amazing things and i can tell everyone right now that if you are interested <laughs> in continuing to eat meat in your diet you're going to want to turn the <laughs> podcast off now <laughs> Because uh, the man, Jason Kalowski, has some very strong opinions on, on meat eating and veganism in general, which I've become a better uh, eater uh. At, through my drunken cigarette breaks at parties with, with Jason. <laughs> but before we get into that, you started as a stuntman? <laughs> No. no Wait, are they are they merging two different Jason Kalowski's no, no, on that, that IMDb? That, that is me as well. Yeah. Um, and that, it's just a weird uh, thing that happened, but somehow happened multiple times where I'm working on a production as, uh, at, for most of these cases, I was, I was working as a set designer, and I'm designing a set for a totally different movie, so... Literally, I was there set, designing a set, I think, maybe for, like, Dark Knight Rises or something. And they're filming the Avengers there right. at the same time, Jesus. like, on a different, like, lot. And this is, like, second unit stuff, too. This isn't, like, um, you know. You're not, like, the guy behind the wheel and drive. No. Wait, so <laughs> I, Wait, I've, but never, I've always so been confused of what the units are. So, like, what's first unit? They're, like, right there, like, where all the shit's happening. And then where's second unit? Well, I mean, a, a lot of this stuff is, like, um, stuff that, like, for example, um, you know, Scorsese's not there for this. Right, right, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. this one out. Yeah, yeah. Right. There's some filler shit that's got to go in. There's some, like, <clears> practical <throat> VFX explosions or something like that that have to happen. Um, a lot of, like, stand-in actors and stuff. You know, just a lot of action stuff. Right. That, you know, you know we don't want, you know... Like, for for example, the the, the, the first time it happened was um, sitting in the in the art department on the computer, and this, this guy walks in, this producer, and sits down and says... Uh, Actually, he called me the wrong name. He said, hey, Patrick, how's it going? <laughs> and I was like, what? I was like, it's Jason. He's like, yeah, whatever. Uh, <laughs> um, he's like, what, what, are you, what are you, like six foot, six foot one? And I was like, yeah. He's like, yeah, let me guess, like 200 pounds. I'm like, yeah. He's like, you got a size 12 shoe? And I was like, yeah. He's like, you know who, uh, who the fuck was it? God, I'm so bad with fucking names. Is the guy who was in Avatar. Oh, Sam Worthington. Yeah, said, dude, I could totally see you being a double for him. Said, oh, wow, he yeah. Said, Do you know who Sam Worthington is? And I said, I said, no. Is he? Is he working the art department? Right. And uh, he's like, nah, it doesn't matter. He's like, you want to be in a movie? And I was like, sure, yeah. And uh, <laughs> so yeah, they then they brought to, they talked to my boss and said like, you know, we're hiring him for the day, and and um, they put on this, I think it was like a twenty five thousand dollar wig to to match Sam Worthington's hair, and. Um, this is a classic film. I'm sure you've seen many times. Man on a ledge. Right, right, right. Oh, okay. Is that Ed Burns? Ed Burns is yeah. in that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I had to wrestle Ed Burns' uh, body double 
for uh, one of the parts. So, oh, really? Oh, nice. That'd be amazing if you got to uh, wrestle Actually, Ed like Burns. <laughs> He's kind of a jackass. Yeah, just be like, this is for nice guy. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck, that movie sucks. Hey, what are you doing to me, man? <laughs> you actually kicked the shit out of Ed Burns. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That'd be great. So, then you, so you're in a fight scene with Ed Burns' stunt double. Yeah. Dude, Hollywood is so surreal. It's so, so it, bizarre. It started, I, I had to do a bunch of jumps from like a ledge to a ledge, but like total green screen bullshit. So right. It's not even like real stunts. And um, yeah. So you were actually a man on a ledge and man on a ledge? Uh, I was, yeah. Um, and then um, I actually, yeah, then I had to wrestle Ed Burns' by double. And then um, I played a, man, who's the, God. I'm not, I'm not going to try to say any more fucking names after this. Um, in that movie? Yeah. He was a cop. Uh, um, let's fire uh, up the IMDb uh, here. Like shaved head. <clears throat> is he, it was, it's not Anthony Mackie, is it? No. Uh, anyway. Let's see I, well, we was Sam Worthing after got, that shoot? Was he like, Jason, uh, you know, I'd like for you to come be my stuntman. <laughs> <and> I <forever." laughs> fucking wish. But actually, you know, so, so anyway, so that, 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 that was the Joe first Joe Lissy? Wait, Ed Burns. I feel like I know. I, um, Dude, why can't they put this shit in order? He's got to be one. Well, oh, this scumbag? Wait, William. No. That guy, yeah, William I, Sadler. I hate he's when the, only play, he, Oh yeah, he's yeah. great. I hate when the IMDb page is out of order. I know. It's what just is like, that? Like order of appearance? <laughs> I never even fucking seen that guy. Yeah, well, usually it's like the the first the the main actors, and then like you scroll down. But sometimes it's just like I'm looking for who was in that, and you got to go to like it's really far down. This and, guy, William Sadler, is like a go to scumbag actor. Hold on. Oh yeah, yeah, I know yeah, that guy's face. He, yeah. He's, Wait, why? IMDb fucking sucks. Remember when it was just like a page and the comments were just like, uh, all right, hold on. Let's see what we got here. So did you, could you, do you think you could have parlayed that into a stunt career? Like, could you have just kept going? No, you got paid. Did they give you like, is it like guild minimum for the day? Yeah. Like and you I, get I paid did, as a I day player? Get, I didn't get like a side card or anything for doing it. I did get paid uh, well for the day for doing next to fucking nothing. And then, and then they did ask me to play this other guy's double. Who's like, oh man, Ed Harris. Ed Harris, not oh, to play Ed Harris, shit. but no. Ed Harris is in that Honestly, movie. I fucked up because this is how bad I am with names. I I wrestled Ed Harris's character. Oh really? Oh, wow. I, I played Ed Burns's body double as well. Nice. Oh holy shit! So you yeah. did Burns and Worthington. Yeah. Oh wow. Because because there were some scenes where you don't you don't see his head or anything, so it was just like. Um, you know, they're like looking over my shoulder while I'm flipping through papers. And- um, but yeah, I imagine that the uh, the guild, the motion picture insurance for stuntmen, the premiums are pretty yeah. are pretty high. They, they there. got me at a pretty good rate. <laughs> yeah. yeah, what is that? Is that a, like the stunt guild? The stunt guild. Uh, but like, I bet the the, the, the underwriters are like, I don't oh know if we're gonna fucking. Yeah. <laughs> there, there were some people on set that they were like, "What? We'll get you some we're ear, fucking- nose, and throat coverage." <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> this is fucking. That's where we draw the line. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the same producer from that. That uh, was around when they were doing the second unit shots for Dark Knight Rises, which I, I worked on that yep. that film doing set design. And uh, same thing, I was just standing off to the side. I think I was like smoking a cigarette off to the side of the set, and uh, you know I saw him like. And it was one of those things like it, it happened to me enough times where I was like, oh yeah, I see it happening. Yep. He's like talking to like another like producer, and I'm like, he's pointing at me. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna be in a dude. Movie. It's like a hooker in Vegas, like spotting out a John. I'm gonna get stunted. <laughs> I'm getting stunted right now. Were you in? But, da- were you a stunt in the Dark Knight Rises? Yeah, uh, one of Bane's henchmen, and actually did some like real fucking stunts. Like, oh really? Uh, Whoa! And, and I, I, I had no experience, and I was scared.
scared shitless. I got vertigo. I wanted to like just start crying and be like, I'm out. Like, but I was like, I'm I'm sticking in it to just to get in this movie. But it's, and you it, cannot see me in the movie. Maybe. Oh, okay. as, Silhouette, but you couldn't pick it out. I tell you what, I'm doing tonight after I record this is watching Man on Ledge. Yeah, I was <laughs> like, like, oh shit, there it is. It's just amazing to me because I was, I was always wondering, like, how the fuck do you become a stunt man? Like, you don't go to, do they have stunt school, blah, blah, blah? No, you're just hanging around a movie set and they're like, you want to almost die because these actors yeah. don't want to. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so, yeah, really. here, can you, can we just put you in harm's way? I feel like way? that's actually what Navy SEALs go do. Yeah. But I, I, I would love to see you just ride, just go full on stunt man. Well, I mean, like, you, you were you, saying, you, you, you could kind of pull off stunt man. Yeah. Like, if you're just like, I'm a stunt man. I'd be like, well, when you were saying yeah, like when my we buddy didn't know him that man. well. I, yeah, I'd be like, yo, if if, if John Pankos yeah. was like that dude over there, uh, I was like, what's up with that dude? He's like, oh, he's a stuntman. I'd be like, fuck, but oh, he he's definitely totally. a stuntman, yeah. obviously. <laughs> yeah. But you didn't have any desire to do it anymore. But, you... I, well, I did, actually, I did Man on Ledge, and then I did Avengers. Um, I was Hawkeye's arms when he. Wait, like, who's is that? Jeremy Renner? Yeah. Okay. Oh wow. And so same same sort of thing. I was hanging out by the set. Uh, producer came over and said. Uh, Hey, uh, am I taking your jacket off? Same thing. I was like, oh, you got it, buddy. Took out my jacket. I was in much better shape at the time. And he was like, um, he's like, how much would you charge me to shave your arms? And um, I don't know what I said. You, you just, your number just rattled <laughs> yeah, off the top of your grand. head. Yeah. <laughs> no, and I, I, did it. I, I was like, I was like 500 bucks. And he's like, you got it. Done. And wow. Then, and then everybody, everybody was like, what are you fucking nuts? Like, this is the Avengers. I, and first of all, Avengers wasn't made yet. So you probably could have gotten like 10 grand for it. No, but the thing is this. If I said 10 grand, he'd be like, hmm, hey, you. you oh, know, oh, Avengers. Right, yeah. And this person would be like, yeah, I'll yeah. go for $5. Totally. <laughs> and so anyway, you know, I was like, yeah, whatever. They, they shaved my arms. Um, it's still growing back. That's, that was like 12 years ago. Um, and uh, and they, they kind of, um, Jer- Jeremy Renner shaves his arms daily. Um, yeah, he looks like an arm shaver. <laughs> yeah, really. And uh, yeah, they gave me a bow and arrow, and I did a few scenes. So, like in the movie, when he's like jumping off the building and like shoots like kind of like a grappling thing, he's on the Stark Tower or whatever, and it's about to get blown up. He jumps off and he shoots a grappling, and then he swings on it. The the close up POVs of the camera on my shoulder. That's my arm. So. Oh god! Wow. I'm gonna watch the Avengers after man. Yeah, you and gotta they, like, and they got the ready to the tattoos, obviously digitally. And yeah, yeah that, I, I only had one. Or we two. gotta oh, put okay. that on the Camp Good Boy Instagram. All the shots of <laughs> yeah. that Kalowski's in in these <laughs> yeah. movies. Like, here's his arm. <laughs> I thought I thought about doing because, like, actually, you know, Henry, <clears throat> Hen and I were together through all that, and like uh, we would go to the movies together. And I'd be like, hey, wait, here, here it comes, here it comes. <laughs> here's my so arm. I and I thought about making a reel where it's like. Mm. It's like, you know, the reel of, you know, Jason Kalowski stunts. And it's like, but, 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 thank you. <laughs> you know, just like. That would be hilarious if you were just an arm stunt. You're an arm standing. Yeah. Sure. Just your arms. It's like a hand model. Uh, but, dude, it's exciting. Yeah, oh, my you God. Get, that's uh, awesome. You get it in there. I mean, the only movie credit we have is Curious Female. But uh, we're, we're, we're voices, but our, and our faces are blurred off because we play uh, porn producers uh, interviewing uh, girls on the <laughs> casting couch thing. But, like, Sky Fiera is in it. And, like, yeah. I'm, I'm, I, that's, I'm pretty proud of that IMDb credit. It was good work, yeah. too. I forget what my name Instead was. Instead of getting them to take their clothes off and, like, have sex with us, we get them to put their clothes back on and, like, open up emotionally. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, it was really fun. Hold on. My, it's my one and only. I've got a, I've got a long... Um, in development list on IMDb, but my only uh, credits are actor, curious female, Dino J. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, what is my name on that? that? Uh, let's see. Davy Jones. Oh, nice. Yeah. 
Davy Jones and Dino J. <laughs> I'll t- I'll take we it. should just like I'm Dino gonna Jones? yeah. <laughs> yeah what's your name? Our, I'm, D- I'm Davy. This is Davy and Dino. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God. Uh, but what would they, if they were like, how much to, I love that it's just like a br- brokered right there on the spot. Like how much to shave, what, what would you do if they were like, how much to shave your eyebrows? What point would you go get, do, give on that? Uh, I'd go 10 grand for that. I'd go like 40 grand. Yeah, maybe it, you don't, have no guarantee they're going to grow back, right? Yeah, I'd go. Eyebrows I'd are go weird. Do, do, do eyebrows grow? I, I'm, yeah, they do. I yeah, think they, these they, are they, your they, eyebrows, I mean, women right? pluck them. Yeah, but I mean, when's the last time you had to get an eyebrow trim? I've never have had one. I feel like uh, there's a, very thick you ones. run a risk that it's going to just come back all weird, and then you're going to have to get it like that, that <laughs> like weird makeup thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and just like look like one of those like weirdos in New Orleans. Uh, yeah, that's like so true. Just turn into this goth guy. But like, I guess, I don't know. I'd be like thin. 40 grand. You want to shave my eyebrows? 40 grand. Yeah, because you're going to look weird for like for a, for a second. A month or two. Yeah. Sorry if I seem rude. I'm trying to find you a picture of me as a. Sam Worthington. Oh, nice. Yeah, that's a good. That's a good. That's a good double. Oh, that, that's me in the. Oh, chair. dude! Holy shit! That's fucking hilarious. Yeah, look at that wig. Whoa. <clears throat> oh wow. What was the conversation oh like with you? The, should have been the... Sam Worthington for Halloween this year. <laughs> <laughs> that would be hilarious. Although you also kind of look like Tom Cruise in Collateral in that picture. Yeah, a little bit. What was the conversation really like funny. with that makeup uh, woman? Um, we were mostly talking about how much that wig cost. Uh. Um, yeah, don't don't really remember much else. I don't know what year that movie came out. Are you working on uh, any movies right now for set design? No, I uh, just finished a couple commercials and um, just finished a little test for Netflix for a movie. Um, that's it. What uh, after you get the Emmys, or does your phone start ringing a lot more? It did for a little while, yeah. It's a nice touch point for the agents. Oh, my God, Because yeah. you, you have an agent, right? That, that No, you do it all yourself? Yeah. Wow. That's fucking impressive. Right. Yeah. The whole time I was on that show, I mean, I was on that show for five years, and, and that just ended um, in February. So that was like a go-to-work-every-day job? Oh, yeah, for, for five years. Yeah. Wow. Interesting. And, and through that studio, we did other work there as well, um, either in between seasons or, or whatnot. And, uh, that just kind of uh, came to a close recently. Nice. What is Tumble? What is it about? Uh, it's a it's a preschool show. It's um, a blue fox that lives on an island called Tumbleleaf. Oh, got it. And all his buddies. Uh, <laughs> and what you were just hanging out at uh, at Hanano one night and chatting up one of the creators. How'd you how'd you get that that gig? Yeah, I got a call out of the blue. Right. Actually, uh, dude, you're this is <laughs> just like Camp Good Boy. Just yeah, say go. No, you're just, it's I, very true. I got, I got a call, and for some reason, I had this woman's. Um, phone number in my phone already from something and it just came up and it said Kelly and I only know one Kelly in Los Angeles I don't even know Kelly Marino who used to live here I think has moved since oh yeah Texan yeah yeah nice sweet sweetheart real sweetheart yeah and I thought it was her I was like that's weird that she's calling because we're not buds but like there's only Kelly whoa that's like Nick Ship's dad call like that's yeah that's a that's a that's a bad call like a phone an actual physical phone call from someone is like this is bad news yeah, I never yeah. get phone. I mean, I never yeah. get phone calls so, from like friends. It's always yeah. just tag. But like, I, I answered the phone and I said, "I said, hey, Kelly, what's up?" And this woman was just like, "How do you know my name?" Like, um, and this was this uh, executive producer, right? And she wanted to meet and uh, talk about uh, doing that show. And I was not interested. Actually, at the time, I just quit working at this studio, and I and I said, "I'm done. I'm going to make furniture or something." Right. And um, 
you were going to be the Venice bro I thought you were. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you were, that, that, that you were this close to being the Venice bro I thought you were oh, when I first met you. But He's no. making furniture. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <that's>, <laughs> oh, my God. And, yeah, so, and then you were just like, all right, maybe I'll just go down here. Did you see, did you see an Emmy in your uh, sight lines there, or was it? Uh, not at all. It just yeah. seemed really fun. It was like, uh, basically, I met the creator of the show, and, you know, he had some sketches of what the characters looked like. But, I mean, basically, these... these um, these characters, I mean, they're anamorphic animals who talk and um, they live on a fucking island called Tumbleweed, and that's all that was figured out. Right. And um, it ended up, you know, we kind of like kept with the storyline that like maybe it's like apocalyptic, you know, post-human kind of stuff, but we never really say that. Right. But um, that became part of the design, and, and it was just it was just fun. I mean, it was a lot of work, and uh, but yeah, I had a fucking blast. It was, it was really good. And it's like the kind of work where you can go. Um, you're you're a drinking man. Uh, is the kind of work you can kind of go in like fucking still drunk from the night before? Yeah, we we actually we built a saloon next to my office, uh, like a whole physical saloon, swinging doors and and um, and uh, you know all sorts of you know booze on. Well, tap. that's one of oh, the perks nice. of being a, a set designer. It's like, man, the the fucking JJ's too, or like the nearest bar is like eight blocks away. I'm just fucking building one. <laughs> yeah, really, <laughs> and yeah. just like. Uh, and the, I mean, the studio was in Sun Valley, so we had oh, we had to build the bar. Oh, out in Idaho. In Idaho. Oh no, wow! No, 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 no. Sun, Sun Valley here. Oh, I was going to say. Wait, yeah. what's Sun Valley here? Where is that? Just above uh, North Hollywood. Oh, oh fuck. I, know, I didn't even know that. Yeah, uh, yeah. So I thought Idaho shithole. Yeah, so a lot cool. of pornos happening probably in adjacent. Oh, yeah. um, there is. Yeah. And actually, my neighbor once said to me, he's like, he's like, oh, where, where do you work? Um, and I said, oh, in Sun Valley. He's like, oh, are you in porn? Actually, you could, you kind of look like you could be a porn star, <laughs> also. <laughs> Uh, yeah, we have we've had a woman who uh, runs a dildo factory, and she calls it the San Pornando Valley, which I thought was one of the best. Oh God, yeah. ever. If, if someone was just if someone's like, "Oh, where do you work?" It's like you're like Sun Valley. It's like, uh, how big's your cock? Yeah, <laughs> you need a cock over yeah. here. Can, <laughs> how much do we have to pay you to shave all your pubes? <laughs> I heard you go pretty low. Yeah, <laughs> okay, just we just just a little stash above the uh, above the cock line there. <laughs> Dude, those um, Emmys are fucking big trophies. They man. are. Holy shit. They're Dude, really, yeah. really big. You could, I That's mean, awesome. I feel like there has to, isn't there a movie where this, uh, an Emmy is used as like a murder weapon? Yeah, it should be. I mean, you could definitely kill somebody. Oh, you could really fuck really someone yeah, up. That's really why could. anybody trying to steal these as you were walking over, I mean, look, you can knock them out with the base. You can take out that up into the testicles, this pointy yeah, thing hurt. right there. Because if she wasn't holding this planet, it really would, uh, oh my God, just like yeah, right, like just right, right into the jugular. <laughs> yeah, right. Dude, because they're fucking sharp. Dude, I wonder why they're like, let's make these awards fucking dangerous. It's funny when they give it to um, Peter Dinklage. It's just like, this thing's like bigger than he is. (laughs) (laughs) And she's got like, yeah, I mean, she's nice. She's got a nice figure. Now, were you you eating meat at this time? Um, When I moved to L.A., I I ate... um some meat. Yeah, yes. you were you were a meat eater. Um, what? Well, yeah, what changed? I mean, I I, I, I mean, I grew up a, a, a big meat eater. I, I and yeah, not to, to um, uh, mislead. I, I I was a I was like the, the barbecue man, right? You know, and because um, that was the another surprise. It's surprises around every fucking turn with this guy. <laughs> I, it's like I would never. You're the last person I'd expect to be like uh, such a. I mean, you're alt vegan. <laughs> <laughs> <You're>, <laughs> that's 
<laughs> yeah. Uh, but I mean, cause we, we, we've had some heated oh, conversations man. at parties where it's like, you're talking about like, you're, you're you get very, very passionate about it. And it's, it, w- w- did it start for health? Cause I mean, you, you're, you take a very hard, hard animal rights stance and animal yeah. cruelty. hundred percent. Yeah. Just for the record, I don't mm. give a shit about my health. Right. Uh, never have, uh, mm-hmm. probably never will until I need to, um, is a hundred percent for animals and, and, and that's it. And, it, um, yeah, it's funny. I think, um, you know, because, um, henna works for, uh, my, my, my girlfriend works for, um, beyond meat. Right. And, um, shout out, which is amazing. Yeah. Love it. Yeah, and, and, and that's something that her and I became vegan together, and then uh, we got excited about the Impossible Burger, the, the Beyond Burger, when they were coming out. And um, But we, when we first started dating, every date was, like, to find the best, like, burgers and nachos in right. town. And, um, and, yeah, she sought out that company uh, to go work there. Um, but, yeah, it's just it's, it's all for, for animals. And, I mean, just social media and shit like that it's so in your face you have to like actively avoid not seeing what's actually happening and oh my god and also like i also want to like just preface by saying i don't think that like life is precious um at all Mm. uh, with humans or animals otherwise um but no living being should have to be live a whole life of just absolute fucking horrendous horrific from the moment they're born from the moment they're born until they until they are in your stomach yeah and and, and then being then being finally slaughtered in a terrible way is is the best thing that ever happens in their life basically because it's it's that true yeah and i mean if if you see the videos uh, you know and uh you know i i I mean i used to be one of the guys i was like i was like oh don't show me that shit you know or like people nobody wants to talk about it you know i'm sure you know half the listeners of uh Camp Good Boy. Switched, <laughs> the cameras switched <laughs> off already. But, um, I just, yeah, I, I just think um, I can't ever do it again. Um, <clears throat> You'll never go back. No, oh, fuck no. Fuck yeah. No. Um, and, yeah, I mean, the other thing is, too, like, I, I miss it. I mean, I miss the oh, taste yeah. of meat and the taste of cheese. Um, you know, the convenience of it. Totally. You know, when I'm, I mean, I was on set on a commercial for the past month, and they were buying people lunch Sorry about that dinner. fly. It's like, <laughs> yeah, we got an episode of Breaking Bad in here. Yeah, <laughs> it really was. two flies that yeah. fucking have been in here all day. Yeah, they like the Emmys. <laughs> um, yeah, the um, oh, what the fuck is that? Um, well, what was the like? So you'll never, you'll never, you miss the taste of meat. You miss the taste of yeah, cheese. Yeah. I just could never fucking do it again, and, and that's why it's so nice that there, there, there is alternatives out there now. It's so fucking easy. Yeah, well, especially in LA. Yeah. They make sure. it really. No, easy. that that restaurant next to Frankenhack, that burger joint that I that there's always a line around the corner. Uh, I was yeah. like, man, those got to be some pretty tasty burgers, and it's, it's, it's plant based, yeah. Because uh, now, I mean, Beyond Meat, I'm like, I don't, I don't even, I, I crave Beyond Meat the way that I crave like mm-hmm. a burger. But I got into vegan more kind of naturally. It happened naturally, and then I started feeling better, so I just c- kept riding. And then I started watching some documentaries on Netflix because when you when you make that change, it's exciting. Mm-hmm. You get it's like a new hobby. You know, yeah, like yeah. I, I, I was like binging all through these documentaries, but then I got to the animal cruelty ones, <laughs> yeah. and that's where everything fucking changes. It's like you don't you don't really think of, and then something also changes. I don't know if you've had this uh, experience with when you stop eating meat. I feel more in tune with other beings' emotions. Like I'm just more 
emotionally in tune to other things. And it's like, I never looked at a pig the way I do now. And it's almost like got human expressions and like oh, cows yeah. and, and stuff like that. Because I do. I mean, like if you love dogs, I mean, there's no <clears throat> That's fucking the, difference. We, I mean, cows and pigs and dogs, they're all just like puppies, man. They just right. sweet little fuckers that just want to be pet and hugged and fed and not fucking brutalized. Totally. Yeah. And then where are you at with like organic farms where they claim to or, or like to treat the animals humanely before they're slaughtered? Or do you just feel like it's all I, a I, big fucking mess? I think it's all bullshit. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's really, and, and <clears throat> don't get me, I, I probably would never have like taken this stance if, um, if, you know, it was a thing where there's some farmer in the fucking Dell, like milking some cow udders, you know, for your milk or yeah. whatever. Like that, that just doesn't, ha- it just doesn't exist anywhere <clears throat> that I know of. And I mean, even if it did, I just, you know, with this whole experience, I realized I, I, literally don't need meat you know mm. no um, well that and, no, I mean, and you yeah, have these the conversations you don't yeah like uh, like uh, i was talking to my dad about this he's like well how do you get your protein and that's the thing a lot of people ask it's like from plants yeah i mean the there, same, there's the this... same place that a fucking gorilla uh, gets it exactly right right, right? right. a 600 pound gorilla that'll rip your fucking arms off and beat you to death with it but you i i one of the final i was trying to make my peace with dairy which i've com- completely cut out now but uh and I was talking to you at a party um, last December, I think, and I was saying I had made my peace by with saying, "Well, look, 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 well, look, we have to pay taxes, blah blah blah." Like, I, okay, so maybe a cow? Why should they just get off so easy? Maybe they can get milked. And you were like, "Well, how would you like having your mom's titties pulled on, you know, all day and all night?" Well, for, forget about uh, that. Drop the sexual, mic, then the mic gets dropped. It's and sexual assault. Uh, but, uh-huh. but it's, I mean, it's 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 rape. It's uh, yeah. simple. I mean, that cow didn't have sex with a boy cow, and that's why she's pregnant again. Right. There's, there's a thing called, I don't know if it's called the rape gun, but it should be. It's a fucking gun shaped like a giant cow dick. They jam it inside the cow's vagina. They shoot her full of cow cum, and she gets pregnant, and then the baby's born in front of her, and they fucking grab it and fucking get rid of it because the cow can't have the fucking mother's milk because then where the yeah. fuck are you going to get your cheese from? So then they kill the fucking baby cow, or if it's a girl cow, maybe they'll keep it to be a, the same unfortunate experience that, you know, her mom had. And then um, they just milk her fucking udders till they're just so sore and covered in sores. And right. that's why she's taking on these antibiotics. I mean, like, these cows just stay pregnant until they can't get pregnant anymore. They do it over and over again. <clears throat> they're just constantly raped, and then their baby's murdered. So you could have fucking milk and cheese. Right. And because you think almond milk is stupid. Dude. Fuck. I know. I, love, I fucking love it now. I can't even like imagine drinking milk. Oh no, I haven't had a glass of milk in a year. But plus, do you do you know like how much pus is allowed in your milk? It's yeah. And I don't, yeah. Know, I don't know the this. number, but it's some. Yeah. Because <laughs> right. have you have you seen where they fucking they have an infection and they'll just literally a guy will just come in and fucking poke the pus that goes into the the but batch. It, there's a guy. His job is just like poke sores to like try to drain as much pus out before it goes into. Uh. The, now, do you think he was just standing on a farm and he's like, how much would it be for you to go <laughs> poke the pus out of that? Yeah. How much do you weigh? Yeah. How, <laughs> No, fun. Um, What's the, what you look like me? a sick fucking demented maniac. We just lost our other pus poker. So for me, I, I mean, anytime I saw like Food Inc. or any of those, uh, <clears throat> any of those, uh, I felt it movies, was propaganda that was. Contrived. I felt like shit because I love animals and I love dogs. At first, but I, I just, I was, t- you know, I'm, tw- I was in my twenties. I just didn't have like the willpower. Like I just didn't know or give a shit enough to make the change. But then, uh, so I made the change last year, just all based off a of feeling. Like, I was sick of eating bacon. Yeah. I was sick of drinking milk. I was sick of yogurt. 
But then uh, w- when my dog Molly was here playing with a baby calf, uh, no way. I was just like, mm. oh. And, my, and the woman, because she stays at a farm when I go out of town, she's like, yeah, you know that baby calf? That's where the hamburgers come from. I'm just like, all right. Yeah. Like I, like I saw it like really up close and personal. Like yeah, that's yeah. my dog's friend. And now that dog, that cow's gonna. Oh, that cow's in a sanctuary. It's safe, but like. But no, even it in made the, it like really personal because it's like, oh, my dog's playing with this animal that's that would normally just get shipped off and get its throat slit. And when you see these I cows, because like, like, I, I, our, our like our parents <laughs> live by I a feel, cow. I feel like almost everybody with like, uh, I mean, especially like people who are like consider themselves dog lovers, like. Hang out with a little fucking pig. Yeah. Fucking oh, dog. they're the oh, best. Oh, totally. they're little yeah. puppies. I mean, yeah. they're puppies. They're sweet, you know. And like they play with dogs. And they like run around, like acting like goofballs, you know. Yeah. And now, and now, where are you at? Like, so we have a, some friends who have a restaurant in Costa Rica, and they have cow. They have pig. Um, they always have a pig that's on the property as a pet. And the pig got a little old, and it started to uh, start biting, and it was just getting old. So they put the pig to sleep, and then had a big pig roast with the with the pig. Would you get down on that barbecue? <clears throat> um, I don't think so. I and I, <clears throat> I, I mean, I, to me, that's fucking weird. I mean, that's like you putting your dog down and then, and then ha- having it? some fucking what, like yeah. what is what is the difference? Yeah, right. literally, what is the difference? Right, like because you grew up with like you know, pork sausages, you think that's okay. Like, why, why not dog sausages? Yeah. And so, like, that, to, to me, anyway, and that, that's a personal <clears throat> thing, but, like, I have no problem. If you want to, like, eat something that has died or grown to a ripe old age, you can no longer take care of it, and you want to ingest it, go for it. Yeah, right. But, like, I, that's pretty sadistic to me. Like, I, I, I grew up a dog person, a cat person. I have two cats now. Like, the thought of, like, eating one of them one day or you know i just i couldn't do it to me that's like eating my buddy who died you totally know, just couldn't do it ah, right. well, it depends it, who it is well i mean you see why <laughs> they struggle with it in that movie alive like, yeah the guy, the guy eats his friend and then he like falls to the ground yeah he's just ch- chowing on his butt <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's, it's got to be a little upsetting but yeah and, and don't get me wrong like if it came down to it and i had to survive right like, i'll fucking murder both of you right here. And <laughs> <laughs> you know, i mean i just i, I have no I, like i said like i don't think life is precious i don't think that I think more people should die. Yeah, I, I agree. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'll be completely honest. I am not as like emotionally moved by child abuse as I am by animal abuse. And oh, I animal think it's abuse because, crushes like, me. At least a kid can understand that their dad's like a drunk fucking like good boy. A dog but doesn't the, know what the fuck. The, a dog is just like completely confused. Why is this happening? And I have to imagine you brought this up as like these cows and these chickens and everything in there. This is all they know. So their only reality is fucking a pain. Yeah, it's yeah. so an living nightmare. I mean, so it's like hell. I mean, it's yeah. they're literally living is in hell. Is there an animal the abuse movie out there? So there's like food ink. Is there another one that's like the fucking like the Eli Roth that's like you got to see this? It like really oh, like like a torture point, like a really bad one, dude. There's some of those Netflix documentaries because I mean, like, food ink was like fucking who's crushed, that was crushed. Who's me. that fuck that loser comedian T.J. <laughs> Miller? So I fucking after you told me this, this guy posted this video he's on this like crazy meltdown but is there another like animal cruelty and animals movie i I, not that i I, like i i I don't need to be convinced anymore yeah no i find it hard you know like on my facebook you know i have a a lot of friends like posting some like PETA shit you know every now and then i'll start watching but like it's already done yeah right it needs to do for me right right yeah um yeah i do feel guilty sometimes i i don't like repost a ton of stuff and when i do you know i get the whole like pushback from people that you know it's upsetting and Mm -hmm. you know Oh, they're just about to eat dinner, like some sh- bullshit like that. Uh, I feel guilty sometimes that I, I'm not more activist, like right. Um, but like, 
anyway, like to answer your question, yeah, I, I don't need to yeah, you're submit ar- you're myself already. to those. Right. But it was right after you told me about the how you how you talked about Milky, and then this t- like, how much do you just want to fucking beat that guy? Down? It's <laughs> T.J. Miller yeah. grabbing a cow's utter and just yanking it for his fucking Instagram video with this shit eating grin as if you didn't want to beat his ass ass before stupid (laughs) fucking face and then if you notice and then it turns on the uh on the on the farmers and everyone and they're all he's insufferable so it's just like what like why you this is this is how hard up you are for a laugh that you don't and actually if you go through the comments people are kind of like wow that like looks fucking really weird and bad and like I don't think people no, I mean, but I, it's weird. I remember going to a uh, milking center or whatever the fuck they're called when you're kids. Because, listen. Yeah, yeah, of course. I don't even know. Like, they must, the, the, the meat industry must, like, fund, or whoever their lobbyists are, like, PR people who fund, like, children's books and create this idyllic vision of, like, what a farm is. Oh, and well, how, McDonald, how happy, you said it earlier, farm how, in the dump. How yeah, happy yeah. the animals are and all yeah, this right. shit. Some cow in a field. And it's really, and, and like, yeah, like you're saying, like, they should make some, like, like some, like, Eli Roth, like, hostile to, like, really change it. And really drive kids. home the message yeah. yeah or a children's book like written by eli roth about <laughs> and animals and like but uh and, and then like let's talk about veal for a second what what is the like how those baby cows like what is there how long are they even around before they're murdered i don't think they get very old at all yeah um i i, I don't know the facts you know veal was like the first thing that i was like okay i'm against that yeah yeah and yeah. Uh, i just remember having the conversation with my mother i mean I can't tell you how many times I ate fucking veal as a kid. That shit was on the table like once a week. Yeah. You know, and it, just, it was just a word, you know? And then, and then when I found out what it is, I was like, that's fucking horrendous. Fucking definitely not doing that anymore. I, yeah, I yeah. never liked veal. Uh, I had it. I think we had it once when we were growing up, and I was. I was like, this. It's yeah. I just don't like it. It's, I just don't like the taste. And yeah, then you realize it's a baby. It's like, what the fuck? Yeah. Molly, we're talking about cruelty to animals. What do you have to, you have to say <laughs> like, about that? She's like, I'm out. <laughs> I'm out of here. She just put up a peace sign and walked out. So it's weird. I just got, have you guys ever gotten colonics, colon hydrotherapy? Yeah. It's fucking great. I strongly recommend it. Um, but the woman that I was with, and she's, you know, vegan. And, or no, I mean, she, I think she eats some meat and blah, blah, blah. But I was like, I was having this conversation with her. And I was like, well, how do you make your peace with the cruelty to animals? And she's kind of spiritual in like a new age way. And she feels like we all have a contract. I didn't understand what she was saying. Like we all have a contract here on earth. All living things have a contract. And she says the way that she gets around eating meat is she says a prayer. She gives thanks for it before she eats it. Because I was saying like... Like we go to New Orleans for Thanksgiving pretty much every year now, and sometimes if I'm if I'm if I'm out and we're at a steakhouse, like I'm going to have a steak, right? And I'm like, look, it's already dead, but but you are eating that you're eating you're putting the torture in your mouth. You're actually that's that energy is carried and is now going into your body. So she's saying, you know, you give thanks. She gives thanks. She 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 gives thanks. But I I mean, I don't know if that if that does it. That's certainly doesn't make the cow's day. Yeah, he's, no, yeah, he's, yeah. Already, oh, he's like, oh, already gone. Oh, yeah. Okay, oh, good luck, bro. <laughs> yeah. Good luck. The cow's just like, yeah, oh, enjoy. Just, yeah, oh, thanks. Thanks for that prayer. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's a crack of shit. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you know what? I, so I, I had to like, um, kind of confront something with, with my, um, I have a bunch of um, family that lives um, in like really rural parts of, of Idaho. And they, um, and I, I've never been close with them. I don't, I don't know them well. I grew up on the East Coast. And, um, when my mother got sick out here on the West Coast, they uh, they came down. And I met them really for the first time. They're all hunters, and all all of them shoot 
all sorts of stuff. Mm -hmm. And um, at one point, we're sitting around, and, and then my uncle shows me a picture of um, you know him like doing like the trophy thing, picking up this like mountain lion's bloody face that he just shot in the head. And um, man, I was like, "Fuck! Why, why would you do that?" And he was like out on like I don't know how many day hunt, and this this lion was hunting him, mm -hmm. and it was him or the lion. And I was like. All right, it's just a world. I grew up in the yeah. city type of environment. I, I don't I don't get that, but like, um, but they but then then he told me what it tasted like, you know, and like he he eats it yeah. afterwards. And like, if you live in some place like that, and you know you're going out to hunt and feed your family with it, and that animal's living a wild life, yeah. Before that, I I don't I'm totally cool with that. So and I I don't that's what I was saying before. Like I don't think I would have qualms um, if. That's where we get our meat from, and the the lie is that's sort of where we get our meat from. It's like these, like you know, these these animals that are like walking around fields and just eating hay, and you know, it's bullshit. Right? right. Their their lives are so so miserable that it's, you can't even comprehend it. Yeah, and then what? Yeah, where are you at with like deer population control? Because like that's a problem up in upstate New York. Oh yeah, people hunting during hunting season. Yeah, like like I said, like I have no problem with death like, right. at all. Yeah, and if um, it's natural, if it's in not like in the torture uh, facility that exactly. most farms yeah. are. I mean, if all if all we ate was like you know problem animals, you know that were yeah. like eating our crops. Yeah, and, and like you had to kill it, so you're just gonna like make use of all of its body parts and its meat. You know, then then by all means, I support that. That just doesn't. It's exist the it's anymore. the it's the living nightmare. Yeah. That's the that's the problem. Where do you stand with killing flies? Driving. <laughs> 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 I'm like, I'm like no, right now I'm like that's <laughs> a young <laughs> fly, dude. <laughs> he, he hasn't had a chance. Yeah, fuck that. I I, I yeah I I'm, like I said, I'm not precious. Like I'll I'll you know any any animal fuck comes at me is dead. Right. You know. Yeah. It's yeah. Possible. And you'll fire you'll fire it up on the spit and 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 eat it. <laughs> I don't know about that. Yeah, I mean, maybe. maybe. Get I, to, I don't know about flies. Wait, but. that this would be an interesting company that uh, a company that create that goes and kills meat for people who are vegan because of animal cruelty in farms. So it's a strictly. I mean, your meat is you, it's guaranteed to it be killed kill in the wild. It, this would it's, be so like something you see in 2018, 2019. Yeah, that's like such a. Thing oh, it totally is a thing. It's like these, these three hipster guys from fucking <laughs> like. Uh, yeah, they they go out and kill bears that are about to kill like Japanese God. tourists. Or, or That's probably going to be like a show on Vice, yeah. like a hunting show. And then you find out years later it's all scam. Like these bears are on a bear farm. Uh, yeah, yeah. Birth, tortured. And <laughs> yeah, it's all owned by like whoever uh, <laughs> the Yellowstone Ranch is. We're here with on. Eric Trump. <laughs> <laughs> But wait, so how do you feel? So how about this was always a thing that I struggled with is that so the animals that like like the Tyson chickens, like the, that they're just in those awful farms together from birth and it's just sucks or like a free range chicken that has like a great life. And then it's like you're out. All right. Yeah. Well, I mean, show me a chicken that's had a great life. I mean, yeah. out, I mean, there is no way there's a mass produced chicken that's having a great life. Uh -huh. and, and, and a lot of those terms too, free range and stuff like that is bullshit. Yeah, right. Where there's like uh, cage free means that they're in a building, but there's no cages in <laughs> yeah, the building. Right, right. Exactly. The whole building's a fucking cage. Yeah. Where and I and I and I don't know if this is like if I've got my total facts right, but I think the word like um, um, free range means that there's a door on like the chicken coop, but it doesn't ever have to be open. <laughs> right. But it could be. Right. Yeah. Right. And so the, most of it's bullshit. And the, the, their lives are fucking miserable. And there's so many. And they 
burn their beaks off when they're little just so like they don't peck each other's faces off because they're going to go crazy because they're in these cramped quarters. They're it's, insane. They're, they're totally insane. Yeah. It's, it's, that was always my problem with people that are just like, oh, local, organic. It's like, well, that chicken still got its fucking neck ripped well, off. Well, no, like, like, and we were talking at the wedding, which I love that we're always at these like festive events. <laughs> and I, it's always like four cigarette breaks with Jason Kalowski. And he's in, and, yeah. Like well, seven bourbons like, in. You, yeah, you know, yeah. Talk about being a vegan. <laughs> Nobody's talking about the wedding or like, <laughs> or like jokes or like fantasy football. It's just like, <laughs> it's, <laughs> It's like Animal you, you were you were you had told the story in like uh, the cutting off of the pig snouts. Uh, what what's up with that? Why do they do that? Uh, did I tell that one? Or no? Was it maybe it was the chickens that was like they the just pigs the that they do cutting. that? The chickens have a, they have a hot uh, hot wire and they just burn all the chickens' beaks off so they're not pointy. Right. So they it, open, they cut off pig snouts. Though? What are the fucking like? What are the psychological effects of the people working on these yeah, at really. these farms? Yeah. Well, if you it's look like at like guys. a TJ Miller, that is just, just some fucking idiot. But he has no problems. There, they must. Have I guess just you're just condi- ice in their veins. They're probably so. just conditioned though. It's like yeah. no, they're animals. It's like most people are just like fuck them. They're animals. We eat them. That's just been. Oh, the, well, that's yeah. that's how, that's how I kind of always. You just didn't think about it and again. I, and you, you definitely have people like that that come from that. That, that life and then change and they're like they're like this is fucking wrong they you know? get out of it and the, or those are the ones that like go and talk to the activists be like I'll I'll, I'll bring in a camera right and, and show you what's happening and stuff like that I mean you you have to be a real I mean a lot of these people are fucking idiots anyway yeah. to be honest um you have to be a real sack of shit to be able to do that every day but we're living in a golden age like there's a real shift it's a it's a it's a it's a shift it's not just i yeah. mean vegan well, shit you just have more information like the, a health food store was almost like it was like a headshot. It was just GNC. When, yeah, or no, but like, <laughs> like growing up, like the health food store was just like some weird, like yeah, hippie yeah. place that kind of like gave me the weirds going in there. But now, I mean, it's a real movement, and like there's a real shift in people's thinking now. I think Netflix and yeah. the internet has played a big part in that, and I think it's only going to get it's only going to get bigger because I never would have thought I would have been thinking like no, this me ever me neither me i mean like i said like uh, you know every apartment i had i'd have to have like the biggest grill you know and yeah like, and that was one of those things too where i'm like holy shit i'm not gonna eat because i i transitioned slowly and i and i i went from uh i i, I there's a there's a book by uh jonathan saffron frower you know um yep it's got you know he's yeah um and everything is illuminated yeah, yeah. oh yeah i knew that's like, familiar. close and incredibly loud or yep mm-hmm. um he wrote a book um years ago called eating animals and um that was the first time i read that book and what basically what was happening he he was a, a vegetarian and he was having a kid I, if i'm remembering this right he was having a child and he was trying to find out like where meat comes from basically and and he was looking into like is it okay to like raise your kid uh, a veggie or a vegan and um he he goes chapter by chapters by animal and I mean, he goes undercover with, like, eco-activists, like, going to factory farms and all that stuff, and he's just blown away by, you know, how fucking horrendous it is. And he forms, like, no opinion in the book. It's just, like, here's what it is. And the whole thing in the book, to me anyway, was at the time, I was like, oh, I'm, like, a healthy uh, meat eater. Like, I eat chicken and turkey, but I don't eat, you know, the others. And after I read that book, I was like, I'm never eating fucking turkey again. That's for fucking sure. Or chickens. I mean, turkeys, especially turkeys are such frankensteins. They just don't exist anymore. Right. They're... they're these crazy, huge breasted animals that can't even see daylight because that would kill them. Like these freaks, and like you buy some fucking bullshit sliced turkey, like that shit is so 
pump full of fucking crazy chemical as fucking antibiotics. It's so gross. Oh, like slice, slice things yeah, like yeah, deli yeah. slices. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. And I, that was like all I was eating. <laughs> so anyway, so like, so I, I, I stopped that, and, I, and the chicken thing made me really sick too. And for me, actually, at the time, it was like with his book, it made me think um, um, how gross it was actually. Yeah. Like how dirty it was, and how pumped full of fucking crazy hormones and antibiotics it was. And I was like, oh, I don't think I want to do that. Um, and the chapters, for some reason, and I, and I probably should revisit this book, but um, like the chapter on cows, I was like, it like talked about like branding them. And I was like, eh, that's not nice to like burn a cow, but you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that, that book got me started. And then I moved here and then and, um, um, slowly transitioned uh, to a pescatarian and from that to... Yeah, where are you at with fish? Oh, the same as, as all yeah. animals. Yeah, because that's the other thing. It's just like, that, that's usually like the, the progression. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like, oh, I'll just eat white meat. Because I guess that, because I guess, well, chickens are just these like kind of like insect Weird, things or whatever. Yeah. Well, no, now I'm just going to eat fish. And then, I mean, think about how, think about this thing's just like floating around and then a fucking hook goes in its mouth. Yeah. It's ripped Carry out of its <laughs> I was life. with someone recently that they thought fish, they're like, it's different. But like when you watch like underwater shows, it's like fucking beautiful down there. Oh, like, yeah. The shit underneath the ocean, like the reefs and they got a good life down there. Yeah. <laughs> And, but, then, yeah, and, we, we, it's like, and, and there's a disconnect, too. You're just like, because they don't have those doeful cow eyes or pig eyes. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you're like, you're like, yeah, it's like a weird thing, like a chicken. Yeah. And then, like, fish was, like, you know, it was the last thing for me, too. And I just remember seeing this video once of, like, these guys just, like, pulling these huge fucking monstrous nets out of the water and just hundreds and thousands of fish. And they're just, like, walking across the fish while they're still alive, like, stepping on their faces. Oh. And these fish are, like, flipping around. I'm like, God, who we're the fucking worst. Yeah. We well, also when it's worst. like a, when it's like a fucking marlin, that's a beautiful. Uh, that's a beautiful oh, fish. But then I love that on the tuna cans it says dolphin free. So the, oh, it's fine God. for the. Isn't it amazing that it's like just because <laughs> the dolphins are cuter that people are just like, oh, it's fine. We didn't get a dolphin. And then you know, having surfed for for a good part of the last like six years, I mean, dolphins are fucking pretty scummy, dude. They're not as cute <laughs> as you think. And. uh and and then, but it's perfectly fine for the tunas to be fucking thrown all in these nets, and then mm. just and because you know once they get in that boat, there's no accommodations. And the, the, no, the, no, the, no, yeah. there's no, there's those, no spa pass. No, like, there isn't. Those are the lucky ones too that yeah. weren't brought up in in like a salmon farm. I yeah. Mean, the, the, have you seen the hatcheries? Fucking, yeah. It's so disgusting. I mean, right. these and it's just hundreds and thousands of fish just crammed together, flipping out, just freaking out, just. Just like all going insane, all going insane, and just swimming in their own shit. Yeah, until they're fat enough to fucking pull out. Right, I you know, and I think one of the things, and this is for I know is what happened with us, and 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 the progression for me was natural is that when people make this change, it you're gonna feel it. And once that happens, it's hard to sell people. You you show them the right, you get that Eli Roth document. um, (laughs) By the way, some of them on Netflix are like torture point, and that'll (laughs) that'll change you. But um. We should pitch but Eli Roth. <laughs> you you don't you don't you don't expect it. Like I was I was saying two years ago, I felt like the beginning of of me going downhill. Like progress and like I was like exercise isn't helping, cutting down on drinking isn't helping. Like what the fuck is wrong with me? And when I made that shift, dude, I feel better at forty than I felt at twenty one. And that's just from a strict year of almost I would say ninety percent of eating vegan. No, yeah, and it's weird because you don't think about it, but then it's like. 
but you eat every fucking day, three times a day, sometimes yeah. more. It's like, of like, dude. And then, but what, what ends up happening is you, you're like, but man, biting into a juicy burger. It's like, well, the Beyond Meats and the, and the even at fucking Veggie Grill, the burgers there are better than like. You stop thinking about taste so much, and you start fe- thinking about feel. Mm-hmm. And like, like when I the shit I make the smoothie I make in the morning with like seeds, nuts, and fucking vegetables, like that's what I start craving, like that. And when you start to understand the connection between your gut and your brain, and how like you, dude, I'm like, this has been such a like fortuitous year, like mentally. For yeah, me. yeah. Like I'm like happier than I've ever been. I'm like more engaging than I've ever been. Mm. We started a podcast. <laughs> uh, like it, 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 when people start to understand that and then you can, you will see that you'll, you'll, you'll feel the animal things, but people under start to understand that like there, you at 40 or 50 or however old you are, the possibility, the potential you have to feel incredible from food is really what I think is like, will 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 own a lot of people if they can get, if they can get started with it. That's the problem. And it becomes a new addiction. Getting people well, started. It I mean, becomes a new addiction. And, and also, I mean, like, for, for those people uh, trepidous about that, I mean, there, there's there's so many, like, good vegan junk foods, too. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, a lot of that stuff, like Veggie Grill, yeah. it's not great for you. Right. Just because, like, I mean, it's, you know, deep fried or whatever, but, like, it, it'll satisfy those cravings. Right. Mm-hmm. Totally. Which, which I mean, like, I don't know if you guys have tried the Beyond Sausage, but, like, that thing. Is I've been like, It's incredible. Man, that thing for me, was that was, like, the one thing that, like, I, I still struggle with is, like, a sausage. You know, and I would be at, like, a barbecue, and it's late at night, and I'm drunk, and nobody's around. I'm like, God damn it. Uh, it's so good. Sausages, you know? <laughs> um, so or, yeah. like, you leave a concert at the Wiltern of the Greek and those fucking, the those MS-13 bacon rat, uh, Those bacon-wrapped hot dogs. But a lot of that, I mean, look, you get... Fire up some um, peppers and onions and shit on on your grill and like th- those same aromas and like yeah. you you can still you can well, still the get Impossible that. Burger is on another level. I mean yeah. that is a burger. Like I don't know how they did that, how they got the taste, but it's like the Impossible or the Beyond. The the Impossible because the Beyond has like a that has, that's not like a meat mm. taste. That's its own distinct taste, which is awesome. The Be Impossible like that tastes exactly like a burger. Like I really can't tell the difference. And also, I don't like, know how they did it, how they what like what it is, what the ingredient it is. Yeah, no, because Beyond is a distinct flavor, which is like sure. you crave that because it's like this isn't a burger, this is like something else, and it's amazing. Yeah, um, what it's is got, the Beyond? It's got that fat juiciness that, like, to me, Impossible is like a it. And, and I mean, like, there's definitely value to it to me, but it's like it's like a, a like a cheap like McDonald's burger. No, of in course, and out burger, yeah. You know, like a flat patty. Tastes like a burger, and to me, the Beyond Burger's always been like a, a big, fat, juicy version of some sort of. Uh, for some reason, the way I thought like Flutter Records was when I was a kid, which I guess was bullshit, so it's just garbage anyway. But like, um, like a big, fat, juicy burger. Um, yeah, I think um, that those those two products like totally sell my craving. And no, also, yeah, Beyond has the, it's just got it's like a new breed of burger. It's it's really good. Yeah, does the Beyond sausage have that sausage taste? Or is it the same as the burger? It's like this new kind of like... No, it's totally different. It, uh, it's got its yeah. own kind of thing. But right. like I said, once you start the Beyond, now I have a, I get a craving for a Beyond burger no, in the same too. way that I it's used so to good. get a, for a burger. And then the other thing is the way you feel after you eat food. Like, because it was always like... And I was like, I was starting to realize like a year and a half ago that I was a, a food addict. Like when I'd, I'd kind of cut down on drinking, I was like, well, food's going to be my, my thing. And I was like, especially with the advent of DoorDash, I was just like, man, this is <laughs> fucking awesome, dude. I can get some fucking fried chicken from uh, Harold and Bell's like in the next 20 minutes. And then you, you get that satisfaction and then you're like, 
oh. Yeah, and then, then like, like you, you wake up and you eat alka Remember, it was like having Alka-Seltzer after dinner was literally like our yeah. sherbet. I had an Alka-Seltzer every night. Yeah. Because it was just like, <laughs> and, I was like and, full. I'm like, wait a second. And, this is and, not right. And now, you, that's the other thing is that you get more addicted to the way you feel. But then the way you feel after, you're just like, oh, man, that whole shit is eradicated from my life. And like Steve-O from Jackass, he, he had had – I mean, now here's a guy who's been down every <laughs> yeah. like – bad road you can possibly be he was he he found veganism it happened to him in an acid trip he was like eating food and it was the first time he was able to correlate what he was putting in his body with what that animal had gone through and was like how much of our like we'll talk about anthony bourdain in a second but how much of our like problems as human beings are this fucking this like torture that we're literally like consuming on a daily basis and like what that does to your brain. Right. Cause I, I actually believe like, like an Anthony Bourdain. I mean, look, I'm sure he was a depressed guy and you know, he drank a lot and had some addiction issues, but he, he talks about vegans. Like you talk about meat eaters. He thinks vegans were the fucking devil and it was an insult to everything he stood for. But here's a guy who on a daily basis is fucking stuffing his body with foie gras yeah. and fucking who all kinds what, like of fatty and yeah. pitch, it, it, all this shit. He would eat every body part. Of the and animals. I mean, it literally like for me, the clarity I have in my brain after this year, if I'm thinking about if I was literally dumping Three times of that fucking shit into my body, like not only the poison that's in there and, and how bad it is for you, but how much of the psychological or, or the karma that you're carrying from the from what the, the thing's been through that can drive somebody literally. I'm sure I have to believe that had a contributing factor to his his, yeah. his issues. Well, th- or, or, or all the other shit like he that. had going on, and then you add that on yeah. top of it. It's just like a shitstorm of just. But that there might be like in a very evil karma that we're actually like taking part in every time you eat meat, and that that actually contributes to our fucking problems as human beings <laughs> psychologically I, without I, even realizing. I don't it. doubt it. I mean, there's. I mean. <clears throat> That torture is in there. Yeah, it's there. It yeah. carries the. It's like a a, a vibe. It's like yeah. anything it's like that's flashback. genetically passed down. Like if you come from an abusive family, you can be an abusive. You know, even if it skips a generation, that can still be in there. Mm-hmm. Just two generations or one generation deep. Like anything that that animal went through is going to carry. And I mean, a lot of people think about this in a lot of different ways because it sounds. It can sound a little like new agey and kind of hocus pocusy, but. But I, I actually think that it's, it's valid that if you can genetically pass something down, like a, a, a trait or like, a, like a, a PTSD, mm-hmm. which can also be passed down in one generation, that a, an animal that's been fucking tortured every day of its life, you're going to get that psychological pain, I think. Well, it's like I think your, if a, when a mother's carrying a baby, if she's like under a lot of <clears> stress, yeah. that, that's going to go right into that baby. And totally, you're gonna deal with like you're, you're gonna, gonna be like having like bad anxiety or yeah. You know. It's like most of the girls you meet on Tinder, <laughs> every single one of them. I think that's how like, I found out that. <laughs> even even like uh, you know mothers nursing like you know when when like if the, something's wrong with the baby like the baby's mouth to the mother's like breast like um, reads that that like mm-hmm. this baby has a cold and it has the mother like create like different vitamins right you know in the milk like and that's something that happens in and that's not fucking hocus pocus i mean i think you know the food you eat like i mean there's transfer of of 
I mean, everything. I mean, yeah. if, if your, your meat is all being fucking pumped and, and killed and... And then on top of that, the chemicals that it's fucking... Yeah, right. And the pus and the fucking... And the shit. I mean, yeah. like, they slice these things open and, like, <clears> just <throat> shit's flying fucking everywhere. <laughs> and the amount of, like, shit and pus and blood and fecal matter that's allowed all over your food is astounding because there's some. Yeah, you know what I mean, like because I, I I tell people when I feel like being a real dick at work, and somebody's like, because like in a, at, at, at like a particular studio, there's like you open the fridge and there's some fucking soy milk and there's some almond milk and there's some coconut milk and there's some fucking oat milk, and somebody's just reaching for that two percent, right, sitting there, and like, and I'm like, really? yeah. I'm like, have you tried these other ones? And they're like, ah, oh, that's gross. And I'm like, no, it's gross. It's fucking pus, yeah, fucking shit in your milk, and. And somebody asked me once, they're like, well, how much pus is allowed? I'm like, does it matter? Yeah, right. Does yeah. it fucking matter? Yeah. Yeah. Some. I don't care if it's a drop of pus. <laughs> right. It's in there. It's a, floating a around. A drop for a thousand gallons. It gives a shit. The I milk don't... was a smooth transition for me. I f- almond milk, coconut milk, it's fucking super good. I had no... It, it, Cutting out milk was not a problem for me at all. That was easy. I'll just... I have a, qu- I'll, I have a question. I'll turn it over to Jason, but I had my first experience because I, I'm not at the point yet where I see people eating at restaurants and I'm just like disgusted by them as human beings but for the first time somebody posted something on instagram it was a girl and i was you know every reason to like like this girl and but it was something and she poured this glass of milk and fucking drank it and like i lost all attraction i was just like completely fucking grossed out by it i i saw a t-shirt once at this uh this thing that we went to it said it's not you it's me and i mean like i obviously i don't wear t-shirts uh, that i don't make you got myself. popeye on your uh i got popeye today but yeah so oh, he was a vegan <laughs> fucking just <laughs> bombed spinach, on spinach all day spinach and the ladies that's it. yeah that's all he took in yeah he was just a, a spinach eating pussy hound uh but yeah like i i, I yeah i can't imagine you know i, I mean i i'm engaged uh, to be married and um congratulations and, oh thank you um and you know we've been <laughs> together for a long time and and i can't I mean, I can't imagine being single, but I, even if I do try to imagine it, and I, I think Hen and I have talked about this, like, I mean, there's no fucking way I would right. date somebody who, who ate meat or yeah. drank milk or, you know, at least had to be instantly open to the idea of fucking stopping that immediately. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it's not, like I said, it's not a health thing or anything like that. It's, it's a thing about opening your fucking eyes and not being a fucking idiot. But, yeah, the, the, for, for the first time, I'm starting to get, like, a little turned off by people. Only, and also, I like, because I like intelligent people, and I like stupid people. It just all depends on what the situation calls for. But, like, it, to, for someone to not, it's like somebody's completely intelligent in every way, but, like, can't see this. Yeah, it's, right. it's kind of a turn off. I was just saying Some I saw this drink drinking milk. milk, and I was just like... Ugh. Yeah, yeah. Milk's the Why number one. You, I think disgusting. It's it really. But is. are you at a point where you're like at a restaurant? Do you are you feel do you feel like you're do you look down on people? Do you just it's a turn off, right? Um, I mean, yeah, it's a turn off. I mean, like you know, I live in fucking 2018 in America. Like yeah. it's fucking everywhere. Like you walk down the street, it's fucking depressing. <laughs> you know, I'm like. I mean, there's plenty of times where I'm like, should I just fucking blow my brains out? Yeah. Maybe take well, a couple people with me? I'd like to get, get back to that in a second because there's a story <laughs> I heard about you that it was uh, one no. of the best ones I've ever heard about somebody. <laughs> but no, so do you, and then how often are you at a meal and do you go, because, and I was just about to say, I, I don't expect to be invited to your wedding. I mean, it'd be awesome <laughs> if I was, but it'd be hilarious if at your wedding, we're just having the, that smoke and you're 
just fucking talking about <laughs> yeah, animal bro. cruelty. Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, like our our, our, <clears throat> our wedding is vegan. Um, yeah, and it's it's a it's going to be a couple day event um, in the woods in Oregon, and uh, God, that sounds sounds super fucking hippie, but it's yeah. not. You know, it's just going to be a bunch of like friends like hanging out in like some some uh, campers and just like. Um, chilling out and I don't give a fuck if you're vegan or not but all the food there is vegan that I'm going to provide you want to go and do your own thing that's one thing I, I it usually can bite my tongue you know around people around, mm-hmm. especially around strangers like hey watch it you're vegan that that would be count as meat eating if you bit your own tongue and <laughs> uh, but I, I think uh, every, every now and then easy I'll, buddy I'll be out with some friends and, and they'll order fair weather something. vegan over here what? yeah yeah right they'll order something stupid yeah you know, they'll order veal in front of you know something like that where I'm like Dude, come on you're, yeah you're like you're <clears> trying <throat> Not to be a good person right, right now. You know what I mean? You're not just being, like, ignorant. You're being a fucking asshole. Yeah. Um, and and I'll, I'll call them out. And, and, like, you know, alcohol sometimes comes in and, and to play, and I'll, I'll, I'll raise my voice more than I meant to. Or, or people, <laughs> people sometimes will ask me, you know, in the middle of a dinner. This has just happened recently. Yeah. Uh, it might have been the, um, the, the food tasting for the event I was just at this past weekend. I, I got invited to go a month ago. Um, with the bride's father and, and uh, uh, parents. And uh, the, the bride's parents asked me at one point, you know, why? All right, I get it with, I get it with, you know, like totally annoyed too. Like I get it with the meat. Right, right. But why the milk and cheese? And I tell them and. Uh, Break out the rape oh receptacle. God. Oh, my God. And, and, I, and I just went for it, you know. Um, there's no way to sugarcoat that. No. And uh, the response was, um, well, that's your opinion. Ooh. And I fucking lost yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, I fucking lost it. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? What are you fucking Trump? Like, my opinion, I, this is not an opinion. It's really frustrating, and, it, and it's hard to not get frustrated. And, um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's tough. Um, yeah, somebody mentioned... Um, no, but you, you, you make a good point. It's like, so you're, yeah, you're, you, everywhere you go, and especially with all like the street food in LA and, and food carts and restaurants and the smells, like you're literally, if you think about the amount of, and let's not even get into like the environmental issues, like what is it, one burger is like 200 gallons of water oh, yeah, or something right. like that. Yeah. Um, it, it uh, you, you know, and you're walking around and you're, you literally like have that moment like Steve-O had. It's like you're literally walking an earth that's just fucking like feeding itself on like torture and pain everywhere you look. Mm. And I'm sure some fucking vegans have killed themselves. Yeah. Um, I'm sure it's actually, I mean, I'm not saying I'm suicidal or anything, yeah. but like it seems so hopeless. At least not, uh, in, in, at side, least yeah. uh, you haven't gotten an AIDS test recently. <laughs> <laughs> this is, this is uh, one of the best. Is this a transition? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So we went, we went from animal torture to AIDS. Yeah. <laughs> but you, you got, I don't know, you got, did you get a fake positive or a false positive or you, they you just thought that you thought you had AIDS one time and uh, the, your, re- <laughs> your reaction to this is unbelievable. You know I, I honestly, I don't know why this story is a hit out of all the stories. Stories that um, I've told him. Um, I, I, I just don't think it's that good. Yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, I was I was 17. I was in high school. Um, uh, we had a, a, an, an option in this this class. If we I mean, anybody wanted to go get an AIDS test, you didn't have to come back for the rest of the day, basically. Right. And so every, every fucking kid did it. Yeah. Like right. you know, we all went. We had got an AIDS test. You had to bring back your thing to show that you did that. And then we all went to a buddy's house. Who parents you know worked late and we got drunk. And, um, and I, I think you had to wait, like, it was something like two and a half weeks to like, get results. 
and I had a job at the time, and I just, it must have been like, I didn't give a shit. I mean, I didn't think I had AIDS. I, I think I had sex with one girl at the time right. who was a virgin. Um, and um, so I, I ne- it never occurred to me. I literally did it to um, get out of class. And, um, and one day I was cleaning out my wallet. You know, I probably had this, like, you know, <clears throat> body glove wallet or something back <laughs> then. You know, and I'm like... Um, Velcro, I can totally yeah, picture yeah, it. For sure. Yeah. And, um, and I, I find this card, and I was like, oh, shit. That was, like, two months ago. Let me call it. So I called up, and this... I said to this woman, I said, oh, I'm calling for my results. And you get, like, you have this, like, 10-digit number. She said, what's your number? And I, I gave it to her. And she was like, oh, uh, you're going to have to come in and speak to one of our counselors. And I was like, what are you, you're saying I have AIDS? <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, I can't tell you over the phone, but you really need to go. <laughs> and oh I swear to God, God. that's not just my memory doing that. Like, she said it like that where I'm like, I'm like, okay, I, I know you can't say it, but you're basically, you're telling me I really, really need to come in. And she's like, honey, I can't say, but you gotta come in and talk to one of the counselors. And I was like, okay, I don't need a doctor counselor. No. I fucking AIDS. <laughs> yeah. And I'm, I'm fucking 17, and it's like, I don't know what, like uh, 1991. Oh, Jesus. Dude, Philadelphia just come out. <laughs> oh, no, that's the thing. Kids, <laughs> no AIDS. I live eight miles away. I'm like, yeah, oh, that's right. Shit. It's everywhere here. Oh, my but God. your your way of dealing with that was to, <laughs> the alternative to getting the, to the, getting the confirmation was... Uh, uh, coming up with a plan to kill myself. Yes. And so, uh, yeah, so, so I came up with a plan. And, I mean, it was, it was pretty solid. I think it was noble in hindsight. Um, my plan was I had a job, and I had a couple bucks in the bank, you know, for, for a kid that age. And um, I thought uh, I was going to sell my car, take the money, um, take a trip. You know, summertime was coming up, and I was going to go to Mexico um, and uh, do, like, one of these, like um, – skydiving things and uh you know da- there was at the time i had, like found out that like down there you could do you know you didn't even need to like have like somebody attached to your right like they don't give a shit and i was like i'm just not gonna pull the cord and that's just gonna look like an accident mm-hmm. and um you know it'd be everybody's so sad but you know accidents happen yeah and um and i didn't tell anybody i mean i don't i honestly don't remember how long it went on maybe a couple of weeks maybe it was a couple of months and um and i was just i was pretty depressed I was like, how did I get AIDS? I mean, I <laughs> did sex. you look up that girl you had sex with? I <clears throat> uh, don't think we ever <sighs> talked about it. Yeah, I, I definitely, uh, I wasn't seeing anybody at the time. I was like, I'm done. I'm, I'm, I'm broken. And, um, um, and yeah, I was like, I, was like, I, I had, a, I, I still do have like terrible teeth. And I, and I like had like five root canals by the time I was eight, oh. eight years old. Oh, and there was that story. Remember yeah, there the, was the woman, the, the, the girl got AIDS from that dentist. Yeah. Uh, There's a lot of dentists. Yeah. Like, AIDS stories. Like, oh, her wow. Scares. Yeah. And I was like, it must be from the dentist. Yeah. And, uh, but I didn't, I just didn't want to tell anybody. I was like, there's nothing I could do. Like I'm screwed. And just went one day, um, I was driving around with my buddy. We were doing a route, as we used to call it. He'd pick me up in his car and, and have a joint rolled up, and we'd drive around and drink a couple beers in the car and circle around the block. And he's like, what's going on, dude? Like, you're not answering the phone. Like, you don't hang out. Like, what is your problem? <clears throat> yeah. And I, he was my best bud at the time, and I said, you know what, Tone? Um, I'm going to tell you this, but you can't tell anybody else. I have AIDS. <laughs> Cue us. Uh, <laughs> Streets of Philadelphia. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, walk the streets. And, uh, 
and, and were you starting to convince yourself like that bruise was uh, like you you knocked oh, in? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, like I was just playing yeah, racquetball. Yeah, yeah. It's just, just a racquetball <laughs> accident. Oh man! Um, and he started laughing, and he was like, "What?" I mean, he's like, "What? Did you have sex with that one girl? Like, get out of here!" And um, <laughs> and, he, and anyway, so I told him what happened, and he said, "You're a fucking idiot. Like everybody has, has to go." And I'm like, "No, you don't understand." Anyway, long story short, the next day he like made me go with them, and we went there, and I, and I gave him my number in person. And uh, this woman, I don't know. I never got the woman's name. I don't know if it was the same one. She just like, yeah, one second, walked back to this like file cabinet thing, came back, and she's like, yeah, you're all good. And I was like, do you know why I'm fucking fucking doing it? Yeah, what Dude, was she I trying just, to pull? What was the, like, why was she like, you <clears throat> really need to come in? Like, what kind of sh- I, I, sick I, I, I don't know. You know, I, I had like some sadistic shit. I just love the whole calculated, I'm going to go on the skydiving trip and not pull the, and it would be amazing if you died and then they like did her blood test and they they were like, oh, we have some bad news. Your son was also HIV positive. Yeah, because <laughs> I mean, did, did you get a call like from like the, like Chad in Mexico, like, yo man, we got your skydiving thing. I was like, where are you? Yeah. <laughs> we're about to jump. No, but AIDS was so. I mean, now you get AIDS. It's just like, yeah, whatever. We're still doing good boy tonight. Like, it's, it's, it's a bit. I mean, it was so scary. I thought I had AIDS before I even had sex. That's how scary they made AIDS feel when you were in the, in the late eighties and nineties. And then I would. I had horrible allergies, and, and I've been now doing shots for like five years, and I'm good. But before I was realizing my problems were allergy related, I was like, I bet I've got fucking. AIDS, like from, you know, I, I've definitely got AIDS. Right. And um, I went to get, get a test in Rochester one time. And uh, it was the same day thing. And I fucking, I go and I go get some Burger King. This is before the, my vegan transition. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> and, uh, and I go to the woman and she pulls one of these. She's like, she gets the results. She's like, oh, you're Mr. Murphy? She goes, ooh, <laughs> it's fine. They can't I was do like, that. are you fucking kidding me? Who, but I went not, to like an, I, right. I, mean, I, I went to this like inner city aid. It was like a, a needle exchange that did an aid. <laughs> I was like, that's the pro, like, that's what you just do. Like fuck with the white boys who come in here. Yeah. Like, and, right. and you know what? I bet she was fucking with me. Cause actually the guy who, who administered the AIDS test to me, he was like, he, there was a questionnaire first and he was like, uh, how many prostitutes have you slept with? And I was like, zero. He's like, how many men have you slept with? I said, zero. He said, how many women have you slept with? I said, one. He said, how many times have you used um, needles for drugs? I said, never. Right. He's like, what the fuck are you doing here? Yeah. It was a joke to him. He's right. like, you don't, he's like, I'm going to tell you right now, you don't fucking AIDS. Like, yeah. He was annoyed <laughs> that I was like wasting his needle. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> um, oh, the uh, one final, there was another good story. Now, you spent some time in Mexico, right? Were you er, in Central America? And weren't you like a TV actor or something? No. Um, I, I lived in Brazil for, right. for two years. Um, I was not a TV actor. I, I, <laughs> I did a commercial. Oh, okay. Right, right. Um, so you were a TV actor. Uh, so yeah, you so, were so down so in Brazil I, and you were a TV actor. I, I, I lived there with a, a girlfriend who was a TV personality. She was an right. MTV VJ and, and really tried to get me onto commercials and TV right. stuff. Um, it's not. It's definitely not something that I was cut out for or ever wanted to do. Dude, the way you just fall into—I mean, you're probably yeah. a movie star. You're just—it just—you just got to wait to get on the right set, and they're just like, "Hey, no, the say. next time he's going to be like best actor in a leading role." <laughs> 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 like, yeah, know. I mean, you, you seem to fall into these like interesting things where people are just like, "Hey, man, do you want to be on TV? Hey, do you want to be on TV?" You might be like uh, denying your calling to just fucking go all in and be a movie star. Yeah, we'll see what happens. I, I honestly like. I, Would you I, do that if the opportunity presented itself? 
I mean, how hard is that shit, really? I mean, I, look, you got, I mean, so says the guy with two <laughs> Emmys on the table. <laughs> Probably clearly not that hard. Yeah, I don't, no, but I mean, you, you guys have been uh, actors. They, they, got, in, they in got the job movies. from a cold call, yeah. I mean, how hard is it to fucking act? No, really? it's, it's easy. Um, but uh, I like that. I could see you as an action star. Yeah, oh, fuck yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and, and only if it's like a fake action star, like the guys that I covered for it. I mean, like the, I can't, the the, the Dark Knight thing, I, I didn't really get into that, but like that stunt thing, like I, it was like beyond my pay grade for sure and uh, scared the shit out of me. And right. I, and that's when I realized, because like, because these things had like, kept happening and I was like, oh my God, if this keeps happening, like I'll just be a fucking stuntman. How cool is that? Right. And like on this Dark Knight thing, they had me standing on this platform, I don't know, maybe like 30, 40 feet up in the air. And I had like a safety cable, like harness, like attached to my, my back. And I'm standing there with like this fake gun looking over the edge and like this like scene, like um, I'm supposed to be like looking for like the other henchmen, like climbing up. And I'm standing there and my fucking knees start knocking into each other. And I get like vertigo for a second, and mm-hmm. I like, just sweat. And I'm like, "Holy shit, get me down!" Like it was, <laughs> it was, it was, it was really scary. Yeah, and I was th- like, "Oh, like I get it. Like I'm not. I didn't think that I was ever scared of anything." And I was like, "Oh, I'm, I'm scared of that." Except yeah. jumping out of a plane without a parachute. Because <laughs> yeah, I yeah, right. How close did you actually come to to doing that trip? Like you had it all booked and everything. Yeah, I don't, you know, it's hard to say because I no, I, I didn't like book it. Like right. I, you know, I chose like where I was gonna go. You know, like on a map, but I mean, there was no internet back then. You know? Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I was just going to like, um, just, get, you know, what's funny is like, I was trying to think like, how the fuck did I used to do that? But like, I did it once or twice where there was like, like I saw like in the Philadelphia in, in, inquirer, like one morning it was like, Oh, like a, a flight to fucking Boston for $20, you know, like in the, not the classifies, but it was like the travel section. Yeah, yeah. And like I called this number and I got a flight for twenty bucks if I flew to Boston that day. And I just did it and like got drunk in like Logan Airport and flew back because I was a weird kid. But yeah. Um I was I guess I was just gonna do that. Just open the the newspaper as you used to do. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Like how did you get concert tickets in the nineties? Oh man, I mean I I don't know if yeah, remember like I'd be at like a soccer game and I wanted to go see a fish concert or something. I had you wait you had to fucking call and wait. You'd, or oh, it would be busy and You'd have to yeah. keep calling Until it wasn't busy oh, It wasn't God, what busy a, And what to get those tickets Yeah Or, go <laughs> wait, or like go wait in line Like now you just uh, Yeah I mean I, I have a lot of 90s nostalgia But like when you think about Like the AIDS And like How trying hard? to get Concert tickets <laughs> like, Not that sweet of a decade Yeah <laughs> In hindsight We just all thought oh, AIDS and, and we could and, not get tickets And how much fucking Junk food We were just pumped oh, full Jesus of Growing Christ. up yeah, I mean Pizza Hut I'd be yeah. interested to know What kind of people We would all be Had we grown up healthier because like you think and i used to think a turkey so when my mom would make me like a nice turkey sandwich on a roll i was like this is healthy with a nice big glass of milk i'm like i'm healthy this is healthy (laughs) my bones are gonna be so strong i know right and you're literally just like your your parents are were killing you from the second you were born yeah the only it's actually surprising that we're still around dude because I, i think we actually grew up in a time where like it was the worst shit ever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm sure, you know, lots of people might say stuff like that. But I feel like my, my parents, like, they grew up in a time where there was still, like, actual, like, good. My grandparents cooked, like, fresh food. Right. You know? And then, like, we grew up in the age of fucking junk. And I was, oh, man, we ate so much junk. <laughs> the amount of, like, two liters of fucking soft drinks that went through my house. I, I have four brothers and sisters, but... Um, we probably went through, like, three two liters a day. In my mm-hmm. house. Oh, I used to crush soda. Crush so it. Oh, gross. 
My, fa- my favorite food when I was younger, when I got my first job, um, was Welch's grape soda. And uh, I think it was like Stouffer's like fettuccine Alfredo. Oh, yeah. And I would microwave that <laughs> fettuccine Alfredo, drink that thing, and then I would like... I, I worked at a grocery store, like stocking shelves, and I would steal all these products and eat them. And um, and then every now and then I treat myself to a roll of cookie dough. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh, and, and just fucking eat it, dude. But just uh, the cereal, like oh, just yeah. like I mean, it's no. Endless. You actually know the one best change I made. I, I know you did this too. Is um, like ginger ale. Like I, I oh yeah, ginger ale sugar with, fucking... with dinner for like fucking ten years. Cutting that out was sugar. I mean, I was I was addicted to Jolly Ranchers for the longest. I mean, I would eat. That was how I relaxed at the end of the day. Like I'd 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 like uh, throw on some fucking Netflix and just like crush Jolly Ranchers, and then I'd like wake up feeling shit. I like couldn't figure out why, but like sugar is the other other fucking thing. Oh, like that forty grams of sugar in those ginger ales. Forget about it. Yeah, Yeah, fucking disgusting. Like I'll have you know I'll have like maple syrup on pancakes and shit, and I'll have like you know chocolate covered almonds, but that like that can of soda. It's just gross. Yeah. It's so gross. So, something happened to me, and I don't know what it was, where um, all of a sudden, like, a, a, a switch got flipped, and I, I hated sugar. I hated it. Yeah. And, I mean, uh, probably when I was, like, maybe, like, 20. And so um, I've hated sweets um, ever since then. And, and especially, like, I, all of a sudden, I could, like, taste the sugar in things, mm. and it's, it's pretty, pretty... Intense, How much time we got left there, Phil? We got about two minutes. Nice. Yeah, the, the only meat that comes through here is uh, Molly eats raw beef, um, but it's really healthy for her. Like it's really, really good. For so her. you're after all this conversation about all these changes, That's you the still thing. like you're pumping your uh, dog full of all this torture. <laughs> I mean, my my cats eat. Fucking meat. I mean, they have to. Yeah. yeah, that's the thing. But it's really good for it. Like the raw meat's really good for dogs. Like, sure, right. like it's good for their you, digestion you and everything. Like, buy buy some raw meat. Yeah, give it to it's her. like oh, these wow. frozen patties. Yeah, because I go to Healthy Spot, which is like Erwan for dogs. It's like these this like high end dog pet cool. food store. Yeah, we spend a fucking fortune on cat food. Now, where are you yeah. at with oysters? Other animals. Yeah. yeah. And lobsters. Because uh, that was a problem when I was, the last time we were home, because mom makes lobsters oh, yeah. for Christmas. And, um, and I had, and I was like, oh, fuck, I'm going to have, I got to go downstairs for the part where you, where you <laughs> like put them in the scalding hot water. But then I read that they don't have brains, that even their sensory reaction doesn't register on a mental level. Mm-hmm. So it's just a, like a, it's a, it's just a reaction, but really? I don't know. I, yeah, I no, I'm, I know that this is gonna, not going to fly. I'm not, I'm not trying to get this past the parole board on this one. I'm just, yeah, that was yeah. just how I... I'm no know. biologist, but I'm pretty sure yeah. they have brains. Yeah? Yeah. They must. Sure, mu- sure. I mean, they must have they brains. Have so the have way they brains. move around when yeah. they've got to. And they definitely survive because they avoid pain and danger. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I assure you that they... Um, they have brains. Right. <laughs> All right. Go, I'm just going to Google lobster brain, <laughs> which is a good name for something. Um, the lobster's yeah. brain is primarily just a collection of ganglia or nerve endings. That's still... It's not like... Still, but it's not psychological. They're not psychologically... Pro- what it was was there's a feeling, but they're not... They're, no, they don't process the feeling. It's like a sensory... It's reaction. evident from They're the like lobster. on autopilot is what I kind of pr- took away from it. Yeah. I th- yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like I said, I'm not a biologist, but I, I thought that I read that that was that was all bullshit. Yeah, it says um, so. It says it's evident from the lobster's brain's lack of complexity that a lobster does not do much deep thinking. Adding support to lobstermen's claims that lobsters probably do not feel pain, certainly not in the way humans do. But maybe like, it's different. Uh, so you cafe know. gratitude serves squid. 
right? I think yeah, they that's do. the one thing that yeah. Cafe Gratitude. They have something yeah. on their menu squid. that it's like squid. Yeah. yeah, maybe it's. I forget what it's called. I think it's like energized or whatever they're fucking. Their menu yeah, but they are, but they like, let they let one thing fly, and I think it's the one thing that some vegans will allow is is squid. Um, I, I had lunch there today. Yeah. I'll say that they definitely don't have squid on. The they menu. didn't have it. No. Let's say. Uh, what's your favorite vegan restaurant in LA? Uh, Crossroads. Yeah. That's pretty good. That's fucking awesome. There. Oh, so here's the oh, thing. We, I don't. We know. Love, uh, we know the maitre d there. I don't love the vegan cheese. What's the vegan cheese that I'm missing out on that I should be having? Yeah, I have trouble with vegan cheese too. Yeah, I really uh, like the almond ricotta at Crossroads. It's fucking incredible. It, I, I think it depends. Uh, like what? Like we like Kite Hill. Like cream cheese. You want cream cheese on a bagel? Mm-hmm. Like that's fucking solid. I think it depends on like what the recipe is. I could, I could tell you what the best one is. Is what you said, Kite Hill. Uh, Kite Hill. Oh, Kite Hill. Okay. Yeah, uh, and Kite Hill does uh, a bunch of really good cheeses, um, but their their cream cheese is the best. And um, Mykonos, which is um, Mykonos, makes a mozzarella that like uh, I saw I sliced up and like put on a pizza or using like a, a lasagna. Mm-hmm. It, they call it a mozzarella. It's more like a ricotta, I think, once it's cooked and it's soft. But um, but it's fucking solid. It's uh-huh. awesome. I mean, most places use like a diet. You know, Daya cheese. Oh, yeah, yeah. They just changed their recipe, apparently, and so apparently it's a little better, but I've always found that cheese that tastes like fucking, like, skin lotion. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, See, I like the... I, I really... I love Cafe Gratitude, but their they're, they're flatbread, they squirt that, like, white stuff on it, and it just doesn't do it for me. Yeah, yeah. Some, um, some of them are pretty pretty rough. Um, Sage is a good restaurant. Skin lotion. And, um, Oh yeah, I've got from yeah. And, I know and, Sage uh, and Plant. Have you been a Plant on um, Abikini? I've no, heard, I've heard of Plant. Man, it's fucking good. Really? Yeah. So I mean, I say Plant and Crossroads are like the best place to go if if like especially if you're like non-vegans with you, like mm-hmm. you bring them to Crossroads. Like everybody's yeah. Fucking Crossroads yeah. is really yeah. That that place is great. It really, really is good. As they have the Impossible Burger there too. They do the Impossible Burger for lunch, and they do the like Impossible cigars. Uh, like those little like taquito kind of things, like all the time. Oh okay. Oh wait, I think I had those actually. Yeah. Henna's gonna kill me, but I love them. Yeah, that place is good. Um. Well, well, you got any shout-outs, Phil? Oh wait, yeah, yeah. Um. Let's see. Got a bunch of them actually. Can I just say I love the fact that Lethal Weapon's been on in the background. This is my favorite fucking movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We usually have a movie going. Oh man. Um. We were. Uh, it's been a while since I've seen this one. Uh, there, I was gonna. I didn't want to interrupt. There's a couple good scenes of like coke parties and, and machine guns. Oh my god, that probably would have been. That's like, but that's every episode of Camp Good Boy that uh, we're, well, we're commenting on the. Uh, I've listened to a couple of episodes. Yeah. So I was like, uh, they'll appreciate this, but he's deep in this story. So, uh, and sure. this opens on Mel Gibson uh, about to commit suicide because I think he. What did he get a fake? He got an AIDS. Yeah. He called an AIDS <laughs> clinic and uh, they, they, they the, told me he had to come 90s. in. Actually, yeah, this movie is. It's crazy that the screenplay. Sold for three million dollars. The movie opens with her. She kills. She commits suicide, and then cut to Mel Gibson, and he's almost killing, committing suicide. Yeah, it's like this is gonna be huge, guys. Right, like, this is a dark movie. We've sold strangers spec <laughs> script <laughs> yeah, ideas. Uh, uh, shout out to Eric Wilson Music. Do you guys know him? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, right, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, he's he, in, uh, he talks to us. Austin, like he knows Texas. us. I'm like. Oh, okay, yeah. so, Eric's awesome, and okay, Eric was at dude. this event uh, this past weekend too. I got to see him again last week. Oh, all right, got it. I don't know if I've met him before, but shout out to Eric Wilson. Yeah, music. he's um, a good man. He seems, yeah, he seems like it. Um, I was, uh, although last time I was down in Austin, I was at his house on like a three day drunk. I was, I <laughs> took a leak on the side of his house, and I think I took a piss in some of his kids' like outdoor <laughs> playing <laughs> equipment. I don't know if that. 
He just unfollows yeah. tomorrow. <laughs> Shout out to uh, probably the greatest Instagram name ever, Free Mesothelioma Testing. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, shout out to Free Mesothelioma and Testing. Shout out to uh, Etan Barazani. Ah, Etan. Yeah, some of these Instagram followers. Thanks for smashing the like. And shout out to Kona Brewing Company, who uh, <laughs> clearly uh, Jason is sponsored by from the amount of cans and the. Uh, I think that's in good front beer. Is that the Golden Ale? Oh, that stuff's fucking that awesome. Is yeah. Golden Ale, yeah. yeah. I thought uh, I thought we were all gonna be drinking. See, so I, I, I wish I could. Things. I mean, that's well, that's the other thing. Like, I you I've got I've got my like one drinking night. I just am not. If I have three drinks, like I'm just like back home. I'm like. Yeah, no, I yeah. Like I wish yeah, I, I hadn't was done that because my body's like, where's the other twenty? I just, I, I had to do this, otherwise yeah. I would have just sat here like trembling in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> I was just at this like four day long like wedding event. Oh, that was a fun week. wedding, dude. Yeah, it looked great. It, it, was, it was TJ, so I was, I was there yeah. from like two days before it started. And right, rehearsal dinner, all that stuff, and it, and I just got home. Um, yesterday and I'm just I'm a total disaster dude a life hack I went to a wedding this weekend in Martha's Vineyard got in Friday with plenty of time to go to the Friday night activity went to the grocery store got some fixings for sandwiches went back to my hotel threw on some Kavanaugh hearing fucking <laughs> drank a sparkling water and fucking went to Wait, bed now, what, oh, what fixings are we talking about uh, you know what you know what I got I got turkey cold cuts oh man I was just no I'm, look I'm a, I'm a late I'm, I am lazy yeah, uh, sometimes yeah. and at the wedding i was eating the the pork and as you've seen uh me if usually if i'm out drinking my sort of uh this goes by the wayside hangovers can be tricky new orleans obviously i'm not there mm-hmm. yet but i'm getting no you're day to day i'm getting there and and i and i and i feel like i will get there all the way sure but I, um i per- like for me personally like anybody and there i have people that work for me and my crew that like are always apologetic like oh, i'm just struggling with the fish thing and like man any any step is yeah. is a step in the right direction you right. know as long as like uh you know you're not closed off to the idea excuse me of um of doing it at all i mean i think it's great yeah know? so um yeah I, I think you know uh you know, troubling yourself over slip ups is is, is um, silly. You know, to as long as you're you're making moves in the right direction. Yeah. No, I mean, for me, it's like my day to day is is pretty vegan, See, vegetarian. I, I'm for like sure. almost raw until uh, yeah. uh, you know. Because well, I mean, dinner. you're juicing a bunch. Yeah, I juice and eat uh, the smoothies, and then dinner I'll have a like a vegan dinner, and then. I don't know. I'd say one day of me. It's usually, you know what? It's usually if it's like a night of drinking and you're out and it's like that late night McDonald's just kind of happens. Yeah. And I just, you know, I just let myself be but a little But wait, McDonald's, that isn't meat. So McDonald's is kind of vegan. Because <laughs> what the fuck is that shit that they make with those burgers? But whatever their meat is in there is not coming from that uh, <laughs> no, your not. uncle's farm where they they kill to survive or whatever that is. That's from a a torture from chamber. Oh, yeah, Cowschwitz. No, yeah, Cowschwitz. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's so five. funny that like old, yeah. when we were kids, like old McDonald, you thought it was a good guy, and now when you see him, no. it's like a guy with like a yeah. Mega it's like hat Joseph Goebbels to the worst. Yeah, evil motherfucker. Yeah, it's like it's like Ray Fiennes and Schindler's List. Running the fucking <laughs> operation, old McDonald. Yeah, give me a break. Yeah, and Piece Farmer of in the Dell. His mouth and like, yeah, you know, petting, his, petting his little pig. He's around. Yeah, but that's the thing is the, the the whole idea of a farm feels like so wholesome and like yeah. good and American and you know it's all American farmers this guy's just in his living room screaming at fucking people questioning Kavanaugh on TV. Yeah, <laughs> leave him alone. Guy oh, Kavanaugh, he likes beer. Yeah, he does. <laughs> Beer and calendars. Yeah. Fucking crybaby 
pussy. <laughs> <laughs> He's got serious hey, like ability issues. Well, I'll just say this before we sign off: is that um, I don't know whether or not he raped anybody, and I he totally raped somebody, but. Um, the guy's a piece of shit. Yeah. I mean, what a piece of shit. And what a fucking loser, too. I mean, like, you can't watch that and be like... This guy's a good dude. Yeah, in, in any way, shape, or form. Yeah. I mean, I, I would probably bet my life on the fact that he has definitely raped at least one person. Right. Um, yeah, probably one, at least one. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, he's supposed to be the Supreme Court justice, and he's, he's like, totally fucking... Off his rocker. Yeah, he's a f- he's crying about beer. I mean, what the fuck? I mean, he saw he was so like erratic and just like all over the place and like crying and talking about ca- breaking down about calendars yeah. and I was like, this guy's the guy that's gonna be on like the high court of our yeah. country. Fucking psychopath. <laughs> I like beer. He doesn't more than seem him. very level headed. I don't know. Well, yeah, clearly. You <laughs> <laughs> see me crying Clean about it. Kona Kona Brewing Company stock is gonna soar after this episode. <laughs> we, we got. Um, he just doesn't seem level headed. He seems like a fucking yeah, nut job. Totally. I think they all they all are. Yeah, I guess that's the thing. Well, because this is the first time. I mean, since like Clarence Thomas, or you know, there was such a huge gap between that and Trump. And I know. Bill Clinton had that thing with Monica Lewinsky, but, like, the, the curtain is really getting pulled back for the first time. Oh, yeah, big time. Nobody's getting, you know, all this. And everybody's, Nobody's safe. This is the thing, though. All these people have all these skeletons in their closet, and oh, it's just going to be a matter. I mean. You can't make it to that level without being a piece of shit yeah, in some way, shape, or form. Right. Well, that, that and, like, the woman, um, God, dude, you guys, if you ever want to go get colonics, go to Roland Cullen <laughs> on Pico. She'll, she'll tell Colin you. Roland Cullen, I love it. She, and it, she's a black woman, and she doesn't call Obama Obama. She calls him Barry something else and is convinced he's a time traveler that's working with the CIA and that he's not an American citizen. And you let and her th- stick something up your ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it actually happened while I was out there. What? She's all into all these alien conspiracies and, like, <laughs> quantum dimensions. Oh, and, God, she's, I like, mean, probing you yeah no that's Jesus probably Christ. what it is it's probably, oh. probably getting she's probably an alien uh anyways well Dude, jason thanks, thank you for coming in this thanks is uh yeah. i really enjoy this and i'm sure some of the listeners are going to find it interesting i mean it, you know what at the end of the day it's interesting and i'll tell you because even when i wasn't thinking like this when i would watch those documentaries i found it fucking interesting so i hope people yeah. that are listening um, oh, like Camp Good. This episode of Camp Good Boy just like changes the world. Yeah, it just goes viral. <laughs> and it, this is the one that like shuts down Kauschwitz, and it was all at a podcast by two-time Emmy Award winner Jason Kalowski, stuntman, um, visual effects uh, coordinator, designer, uh, future movie star. Though he doesn't know it yet, and yeah, shaved arm guy. Yeah. <laughs> Prostitute. You prostituted yourself for that movie. Hopefully not for the last time. Yeah. All right. Thanks, guys. Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll catch you uh, next week. Although I think we got a bonus. We got a political correspondent, Nick Scudder, I think, coming in on Thursday. Oh, that's right. Hopefully Sam Nunberg, who is, um, he works for Steve Bannon, Steve Bannon, who we get uh, some real lively conversations going with him. Yeah. Um, and, maybe Steve uh, Bannon will be coming. Maybe, maybe Steve Bannon. Um, <laughs> Yeah, we'll see you then. Bye.